and we're live. Um, we have a whole bunch of stuff. Mostly, uh, we're going to be not talking about Jesse's pink shirt today. Oh, they were not supposed to talk about his eye. Oh, oh, you did uh, it. I, You're not supposed to do it. Oh, <laughs> the eye, sorry. The pink the shirt. He's got pink eye. Yeah. Oh, man. We'll have. <laughs> It's rare. Who's there? It's rare. Come fill your time. This pot's for all. From the finger legs, join in the call. Learn something new about the Cuca Trail of State New York. Every episode of Tap. Who's there? It's rare. Who's there? It's rare. It's rare. All right. Good morning. What's up, guys? Hey. Welcome hey. to Sunday. Sunday fun day. Sundays come like by so quickly. Oh, so catchy. So I'd like to uh, oh. bring bring this up. Um, I'm I'm the reason we're late today. So not everyone, me. Everyone, be everyone nice to be aware. Because yeah. it's usually Marianne. We have <laughs> flat Marianne was early. <laughs> 3D Marianne is also flat today because she's not in the studio with us. And uh, she was texting me before I even made it inside the studio asking me, where's the link? I got to get on. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So well, times have changed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what that means. Nothing. I think there's been a few times, Jesse, you've been late. It doesn't sound like something I would do. Um, a few? I really miss that I can't put my arm around Flat Marianne. Just, <laughs> why, do you, why do you think she moved over toward me? Reach out. Touch her. Why do you think she moved closer to me? I, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe she's more comfortable around you. She was trying to she, get out of your. <laughs> she was trying to get out of your grasp. Yeah. She okay. gravitates to people who come to work on time. Does she? Ooh. Ouch. Um, I'm definitely not the man for Flat Marianne. <laughs> Maybe someday. That's why I'm. That's why I own my own businesses, so I can come to work when I want. You know, it's kind of one of the reasons you start your own business, right? It's not for the money. It's like, then I can go to work when I want to go to work. It's a genius. It works great until you've got other people who you have to rely on to be there too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They have to show up on time because I pay them. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying that I we need to start uh, getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fill your people, contact my people, we'll make something happen. Okay. We'll work on it. Right. We'll work on it very soon. Well, Marion, so uh, why don't you tell me about what was going on with the wine bar this weekend? Did you guys do anything fun? Did you have any um cool other than other than we're doing we're doing the awesome brunch on Sundays? But can I just can we talk about this week? This week was crazy in sales starting like Wednesday. I was like, I was kind of really confused and excited because August is usually kind of like a kind of a mellower month, but maybe uh, it's because people are, people are coming out more because they have more time off or they feel more comfortable. I don't know. But th this, this week was awesome. I wish this week was like the rest of my life. Quite honestly, it'd be a lot more fun, but it was, it was great seeing a lot of, a lot of really good people. I can tell you that. Awesome. Wow. Got cool. to see Phil's dad on Thursday. That was fun. I love seeing your dad. Is, is anything like Phil? Better. He's better than oh, Phil. He's better than Phil. Come on. I've heard. Yeah. 
He's retired now, so he's a lot more laid back. <laughs> he's, he's oh, was he was he definitely strict beforehand? Um, <laughs> strict is the right word. Mm. He he worked he worked hard. Well, we anticipate to see more of him. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Let's bring him on the podcast. I don't know if that's a good idea. I think that's a great idea. It's yeah. way better than bringing my dad on. So. Well, I offered, <laughs> no, I invited him. You know, I invited him a couple times, and he was like, "Yeah, no." Really? Yeah, he, he doesn't like uh, public speaking. Gotcha. Which is interesting. So he worked in a school. He'd have to talk to groups of people all the time, but he doesn't really like public speaking. Huh. At least if if that's if I'm paraphrasing correctly. So is he watching right now? Probably. Does he watch? Um, he'll catch it later. Will he? Yeah. Yeah, he'll catch it later. He doesn't watch it live because he doesn't have Facebook, and uh, I'm not sure if he knows how to operate the YouTube live feature. I'm not entirely sure how to operate the YouTube live feature even though we are streaming live on YouTube. Oh. I see. Cool. So what, what food specials did you have this week, Marion? Did you do anything? Um, let's see. Oh, my gosh. I was there only for Wednesday. But it was it was funny because I wasn't there for a week last week, right? And then I come in and Char gives me a list of like everything we're out of. And I'm like, ah, it looks like we're going up to Rochester to <laughs> take care of some stuff. So I did that Thursday. So I got everything that I needed to get. Um, but honestly, I know there was a couple of wines I dropped. I like picking up new beers. So that's the newest thing for me. So I don't know who you go. I know you do local, but I've been going through TJ Sheehan and right. I picked up some new bears, um, bears for like, right. it's, a, it's a new new England IPA, I believe. And I picked up again, the chocolate peanut butter stout. Cause it's been just escaping the bar. It's really good. It's good. Why are you it's shaking sweet. your head? Too sweet. I, I I love stouts like that. Oh, it's, it's so good. It's really good. They're really fun. So uh, yeah, I, I tried a Welsh cookie. I wanted to say that before we get going. Too. Did, did too you make far. it all the way through the cookie? I, I got there and he'd had like a little nibble out of the corner of it. He's like, this, <laughs> this is really good. Um, I'm gonna finish this eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and was it, it too was rich? Really good. No, no, no. Not not at all. Actually, that's the nice thing about it. It's like. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was figgy. I was told I was wrong. It's not oh. figs. It's actually currants. And hold on. Was it nutmeg? Nutmeg. Nutmeg. Yeah. Nutmeg. It, it was like Christmassy, but not too Christmassy. You know, okay. I mean, it's pretty. It was, it was good. I, I liked it. Mary really liked it's it. It's the perfect accompaniment yeah. for a beer. Yeah. I don't wait. I, I think I'd rather have it with like a maybe like a dark beer, but right. I think with, with it with that scotch we were drinking. Well, yeah. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Well, so, so here's the thing, right? There's yeah. different flavors. So yeah. that flavor does go great with like a like a dark stout or a porter. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, there are different cookies. There's a cranberry orange that everybody loves with wheat beers, and with scotch, the best flavor is chocolate pecan. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I guess chocolate smoke goes together. Makes yeah. Sense. So it's really nice. Phil, have you bring? Did you bring the Welsh cookies to Eighteenth Amendment, or are you just are you are you using it as currency again? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, I uh, was spending some time with our friends over at the Laurentide. Yeah. And I said, you know, you know, they've been really, really good to us. They're really nice. And um, I enjoy spending time over there. And I've got a friend who owns this Welsh cookie company. And uh, man, those are just the perfect thing to go with beer. So I told them, I said, I've got something for you. It's on its way. I've got a present for you. And I showed up with a box with uh, three dozen cookies of different flavors and a whole bunch of little two packs 
of the traditional black currant nutmeg flavor. Yeah. And they've been going through them for the past week or two. Yeah. And I, th- I think everybody's really liked them. Yeah. Are they doing it as a beer and cookie pairing? I haven't been there in a week, so I, I missed I don't out. Think they've, I don't think they've done it in that capacity. I think they're just kind of testing them out right now. But my hope is that if, you know, I always like to see that kind of stuff. I like to help my friends out. And I think it's really good for both of those businesses because right. um, they really are such a, a good complement that if they can get those um, so that they could do, you know, pairings or you could buy them by a dozen to go with your beers or uh, how, however they decide to work it out. But they're just testing them out right now. They got to test batch and then, you know, hoping that they'll be able to roll with it down the road and uh get them get it so they're regular yeah i think uh if you're at the laurentide it's worth you know asking about them giving it a shot because they're they're surprisingly good yeah that's a good point yeah they might i'm not sure if they have any left but if they do i'm sure they'd be happy to yeah let you try some with your beers it's pretty cool i want the nutmeg one i want to try yeah. the nut one yeah Those are, that's the best that's Is my the best favorite. yeah okay that, that particular recipe has been around for like 900 years um wow. since it's been around for so long the cookies are still fresh though okay good i was just concerned don't worry no the cookies have not <laughs> that particular batch was made last week <laughs> come on marianne <laughs> marianne did you forget to pay your light bill you're you're looking real dark do you want do you want more light i'm trying to go oh natural lighting here oh, I can, oh yeah there's plenty of natural light behind you but <laughs> it's called it's called clouds clouds are it's just not a good day with the sun. Black sun. Like, yeah, do you want me to get a lamp? Loud, guys, I'm just going to slide this a little closer. Oh, that's right. perfect. We're good. It's perfect. All right. Okay. Cool. So speaking of, when you said bear, when you pronounced bear, 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 bear that bear. brought back this vivid memory from when I was in grad school. I was working in, I was in Virginia and I was doing an internship and at a physical therapy clinic. And this guy, he was like a, He's like a gas delivery guy and, you know, he was having a lot of pain and he was this like just old fashioned tough guy, mm-hmm. but just really nice, like really nice guy, old fashioned tough guy, had a accent, had that Virginia, like in Virginia, you don't know whether you're going to get people that ha- speak like us or people that speak like they're from the deep South. You get both of those in that state, which is weird, mm-hmm. but uh, we're you know, I was there, I was working with the physical therapist and this guy and he, uh, he was, we were asking him about how his pain has been. He said, oh, well, you know, it was starting to hurt, uh, starting to hurt a little bit last week, but, uh, I had two bears and, uh, started to feel a lot better. And we just looked, the PT and I looked at each other <laughs> and we knew what we were. So we waited we should have just asked him, but we waited and we went in the other room after he left. We were like, did he say bear or beer? Is he taking two aspirins or drinking two beer? <laughs> bear. <laughs> bear. That's no, he was, bear. yeah, she told me, she told me the next week. She's like, yeah, I asked him the next time I saw him. And he said, yeah, no beer. <laughs> I was drinking bear. Yeah. Some bears. So every time I hear bear, that's what I think of. <laughs> funny <laughs> how's the 18th amendment this week jesse it was good it was a busy thursday busy saturday slow friday so. oh see it was slow on saturday crazy friday good wednesday and thursday 
people are taking turns where they're going to crush, you know, one day a the, week. Gonna, I agree. And, and I think, I think the weather was, it was kind of crappy yesterday too. Weather-wise it was like rain, sun, rain, sun. Boring, so. yeah. I uh, tried to stop in the Laurentide last night and they were turning people away at the door. Really? They're they were, they were so, I mean, they were like capacity. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they just had, they had to, there was nowhere to sit, you know, and yeah. to keep the social distance and everything. I was like, wow. I mean, That's they were slamming. Yeah. A good problem to have. Yeah. And well, and it's good that they were enforcing it instead of letting everyone pack into. Yeah, they, right. they did a good job of keeping everyone spaced. And, you know, even I walked to the door. The guy didn't know me, but he's like, he's like, <laughs> uh, hey, uh, we're at max capacity. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. You know, and Tracy's like, where are you going? <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, don't worry. Like, I don't want to get you guys out again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, do you know who I am? Wait, wait a minute. Hold up. You didn't play the card. Do you not know who I am? I would never do that. Don't you know? I, I am not that type of person. I was more than happy. I, I didn't I have see a podcast. In the bar. <laughs> it was very, he goes, wait, let me unbutton a couple of my my buttons. Need on my more shirt. buttons. Wait, wait. You want to see this stuff? Is that what you want to see? Get me in there. <laughs> We're not talking about Jesse's pink shirt. <laughs> The next time someone denies you, can you just start on buying your shirt? Oh, God. It'll give me access. Don't worry. It'll give you access someplace. You guys, you guys want to hear a funny story? Well, yes. no, I hate funny stories. So when I, when I was in college, um, I went over to Alfred University for hot dog days because my buddy Wait, when up. were you there? Oh, what gee. year? It was How old are you? He's like 2012. Marianne, don't. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to go there, Marianne. Oh, is he? Is he that much younger than me? Yeah, I don't. I don't want to say how old you are. (laughs) (laughs) He's 28. (laughs) Yeah, this is. And you you, you remember me. So, anyways, there's a there's a (laughs) (laughs) there's a club there called Gentleman Gyms. Okay, I'm sure. Yeah, DJs. DJs. Yes. DJs. And so they had a. a male stripping competition. Uh, so uh, I was pretty liquored up and I Shock. rolled up there and. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, you ever Mustang Sally? You've heard that song, I'm sure, uh, before in your life. So I stripped a Mustang Sally. It oh was uh, <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Tom it was, Jones. It was uh, I was unbuttoning the shirt. I was winging it around my head. I threw it in the crowd. I don't know. I lost my shirt. It Were was, people confused? Uh, the most or, electrifying, <laughs> the most electrifying <laughs> move you can do as a male stripper. Did you, did you do the belt snap? Thing? I did not. You did didn't not do have the oh, belt. Man. It was. Uh, uh, you just you're just supposed to get down in your skivvies underwear and yeah. It was a. Uh, if I was sober, I would never do it. But you know, yeah. drunk, it was in the moment. I can say you know I was a stripper once, so I made some money that night. I'm not. Did gonna, you? Yeah, I'm, I, I kept getting ones thrown at me. It was fun. <laughs> was, was it coming from guys? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was I, coming from God, dudes, yes. I hope not. Yes, <laughs> did. I, I think there was some girls. I hope. Please. If, I'm sure they're not watching, but... Ladies, if you were there. were there that night, we need to hear your side of the story tonight on Dateline. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about that night. You brought it up. Unless you were there. If you were there, please, please call uh, it's rare, I T S R A H R at gmail.com. Yeah. You know, there's, you have, everyone has that moment in their life where they're like, I'm, if I could never do that again, I would never do it again. And that's one of those moments I'm like, I can't, like, if I was in the crowd, I would have been 
mortified watching myself do oh it. My so God. like it was horrible. It was so funny. Wow. Oh. Yeah. You're lucky. You're lucky no one caught that on their Ooh. phone. Yeah. Were there cell phone cameras at that point? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I was on video. 2012, yeah. 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 I don't know. I I don't remember. Was, I know, all I know fun. is that when I was in school, I don't even think I think I might have had a track phone when I was in college. I think I got my first actual cell phone plan when I was in grad school because they required me to. Really? Oh. And because I wanted to be able to call my girlfriend. Aww. And that was it. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm scared of what newbie just wrote. <laughs> newbie. I've seen newbie about like seven times today. Just driving. Past me. Every, time I, every time I go outside, newbie drive by. So I knew he'd be watching. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's been watching. Newbie's probably like, I was there. Yeah, Newbie's like, I was, I was someone growing bills. <laughs> Newbie says he wants his dollar back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Newbie. <laughs> Wasn't that dollar for me to put my clothes back on? I think that's what you said when you threw it. So did they sense. did they put it in your G string or no? They're no. just throwing it on the on the little dance floor. There. It was fun. It's, it's a small dance floor. The dollar up with your butt. No. I, okay. I, no. It's like not even. No, I'm, I'm not that skilled it was a. Uh, I just i figured out i wasn't in my career path so well that's good i'm yeah. glad that you figured that out early you tried I, it. I, I was better at making liquor that's what i decided so because i learned at the more moment. people drink the more attractive you look so it's like you know if you make Is liquor you make them drink you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's true oh boy and that you're an essential business now that we've learned that right we established who's yeah. essential and who's not Who's alcohol not? essential <laughs> who's not uh stores clearly <laughs> weren't essential churches weren't and that that Church. was horrible they should be essential that was scary yeah so even if you're not religious people rely on religion to oh, like yeah. get them it's like, community like to get them through yeah. like uh i would say church is really essential mm-hmm. i mean yeah you know, I, even where you stand i think everyone can jump on board saying that church is good for people yeah. Yes, church is good for people. The problem is, is how do you go to church in a safe manner? And they did that through Zoom, though I think there was a missed opportunity with um, it's it's hard to reach people or connect with people if you can't be near people, right? Especially older folks that don't right. have the technological uh, literacy. Yeah, but you don't think they could have just spaced it out six feet apart like they do at restaurants? And well, some of the churches you could. Yeah. Some of them actually had people show up on Sunday. I'm sure. And the ones that were full, you can't. I mean, right. it's full. It's full. It's hard. I don't know. I don't know the right thing to do there. I, I think the right thing is probably to educate people and give them a second option. So what I would have done if I was magically in charge, I like to play this game, right? So if I was magically in charge of how we're going to do church service and I was the guy, like if they just told me, okay, here's all the facts and you're the, you're the minister, I would have told my people, um, we're going to broadcast this live on Facebook and YouTube, just like we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. And I would have said, if you can take advantage of it that way, I'd really like it. If you would do that, if you're going to show up in person, if you, if you don't have the ability to do it with technology, we're going to try to space out the best we can. Everybody's going to wear masks. We're going to have hand sanitizer. And you have to do the temperature checks too. The sellers. Yes. Um, well, check your own temperature. Seriously, check your own temperature. If you don't feel 100%, please don't come. 
Yeah, but it's hard. So, I know, I know there's the pre-symptomatic people. Well, yeah. you know what though? If you here's here's the thing that I've been dealing with, right? <clears throat> so you you're asking um, you're asking people to so at work where I work right now, right? I have to fill out a survey every day before I show up, saying no, I haven't been to any hot spots lately. I haven't been out of the state. Um, I don't have any of these symptoms. Um, well. If you just tell me don't show up if you have any of those things, like asking me to fill out a survey isn't going to make me less likely to show up than just telling me don't do it. You know, if you say, okay, don't show up if you don't feel good. I, but I think I think people day. need the checkpoints though, Phil. I mean, you're you you get it, whatnot, but well, other people thing. need if some sort of want. standards. If if the thing is, if you're gonna show up knowing that you're not supposed to show up, you're gonna lie when you fill out that survey. Well, right. That's why you, but <clears throat> taking people's temperature at the door is a right. little bit. It helps. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, here's the deal with temperature taking, right? I worked with COVID positive patients for three months. Right. I rarely saw any of them with the temperature. With the temperature? Yeah. yeah. Do you think the temperatures were not taken correctly or it's just, I mean, that's maybe just no, not I think one most of, of them didn't have a fever. Right. So, but it's the one. It, but it's the one. One of the symptoms that they can capture. I guess absolutely. you could say. Yeah, it's objective. It, it, right. It's something that um, you can't lie about whether or not you have a temperature, unless right. you take Tylenol. You could just easily take Tylenol and still show up. Right. Yeah. But well, like, um, mm -hmm. point being is, you know, I mean, not not to go into it forever, but that uh, I think the best thing is to tell people, look, be really cool. Oh, that's just, weird view chest. um it'd be really cool Put it if, on my chest <laughs> it'd be really cool if, if you could just uh okay. take your temperature <laughs> and if you're having any kind of symptoms if you don't feel 100 percent good then please just don't come here yeah don't walk in the door i i don't know if you guys are aware but the, so this week there's been a lot of communication coming from the schools and um doing the, the best they can to get everything situated. So listening to from the elementary, middle school, and high school, and how much work was put into it, how much moving around. And I just feel so sad and sorry for everyone that has to do this, because it's going to be a lot of hard work, not only from parents, but kids too. Um, teachers, administrators, um, people in the transportation. I mean, it's going to be a lot of hard work for this school year and it's going to be ever changing as well too. So I, I want to give props to everyone that's signed up for something like this, but this is probably the next month or so is going to be very challenging for a lot of people. Um, but like I was even trying, I was talking to my daughter about, it. I'm like, this is going to be, this is going to be challenging, but we have to remember to keep in positive way about everything. And and always talk to someone if you feel like there's something wrong or something going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but could you imagine being a kid and ha have to go to school and relearn school again from that? As she's like, we have to wear masks all the time. Like, you're going to have to be clean. You're going to have to be cool. And this is just a new thing for now for a little bit, you know? Those kids are going to be animals when they get back. They've been out of school for five months, man. It's, <laughs> since March. It's since crazy. March. Kids, They're gonna kids be adapt. Yeah, they yeah, do. They do. The first week, though, because like I know after summer break, you know, they're you know, I was a kid, of course, like we all were. Uh, Still a kid. Yeah, and when you first came back, you know, you you're like, okay, I've done this. I remember this, but five months, like, yeah. 
Yeah, five months is like, whoa, they come back, they're not going to be ready for this. It's going to no, be interesting. But, but kids yeah. kids adapt so fast. I, I worry more about the adults. adults? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They're professionals. 100%. They're no, but no, but this is something that none of us have ever tackled before, and I just want us all to try to be encouraging to everyone and not, not, not say anything negative or bad about the administration or whatever, like something like that. This is a really hard task to do. And there's so many unknowns. And especially since our area has been, it's been good, knocking on wood, it's been good so far. And I hope to continue with, with that pattern. I'm just, I'm just concerned in the next few months what it's going to be like, but I just want everyone just to be very supportive of one another. Right. Yeah. It's absolutely going to be a big challenge for everybody that, is taking it on. So I wish them luck. Yeah. I think, I think they'll, I don't know. I always feel like, uh, well, at least you hope that teachers are capable of being, you know, adapting themselves and working through it and doing all the stuff that they need to do. So fingers crossed, you know, right. I think they'll do fine. I, I have faith. I have faith in Dundee at least because Dundee's a pretty hardcore school. They don't they don't mess around there. I know. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Like, what? They're, what? They're just they're in not... the middle of nowhere. It's just this little school in the middle ah, of nowhere. And they like they do some yeah. really crazy stuff. Top notch. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Great One, teachers. Great you teachers. See the weight room at Dundee. You don't talk about like insane. Yeah, it's closed. <laughs> yeah. It's closed. It's closed. They can't do anything with the weight room. Have you ever been there? No. It was like a 1.5, 1.4 million dollar wow. weight room. Yeah, it's a. I mean, Dundee's like for a tiny school. That's wild. The things that they have, you know, a freaking that brand new track, and all the new stuff. It's thank crazy. you taxpayers. That's right. I mean, yeah, yeah. Huge That's thank cool. you to taxpayers for, for forty kids graduating there. Thirty kids. I mean, it's small. Yeah, and the stuff they have, they do a good job keeping everything. This right. was the year that they were supposed to combine Penn Yen and Dundee. Remember? They did it for football. Like for sports, they did. Yeah. You know. Did they do it last year too? No, not they were going to them. They were planning on it, yeah. right? But yeah, what? I think so. So they end up doing like an eight football league. <laughs> oh. My hair I is up. I wish I was closer to Marianne. We all want to be closer. I so can blue. I? I wish we I were I... like a mile closer to Marianne. <laughs> <laughs> so can I? <laughs> I, I, so I'm I'm fully aware that election year is this year, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't know who was running. <laughs> I didn't know who was running against Trump this whole time. I'm way. sober, Joe, Joe Jorgensen. <laughs> I'm sober. <laughs> I totally didn't know until someone said, and I forgot who it was because it wasn't Phil. Someone's like Biden. I'm like Biden. You're telling me you guys can't find anyone else to run, and does Biden know he's running? I just want to know. I just want to know. What do you, you think it was like? What do you think it was like for him to find out that Kamala Harris <laughs> is running mate? Oh, well, that's a no. That was a no-brainer. What do you think it was like when he found out again this morning? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Don't cancel us. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear? Okay, so here's a story that that's been on my mind considering the uh, presidential ongoing uh, situation. First off, three. There are going to be three debates, apparently. Mm. At least the idea is there will be three debates of 90 minutes each. Oh. Trump will destroy Biden on that it's, stage. It's going to be comical to watch, yeah. though. Because it's going to be the two of them, and then the rest of the candidates are going to be 
someplace else, which is cool. Um, I, I don't like anyone's chances up against Trump. The way he can tear people, he's quick. I mean, he really, I mean, he, he's born to do. Because he's, like, he's a bully. Right. And he, he's good he's at He's good it. at being a bully. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I'll tell you what, I don't like anyone's chances up there against him. So, Hillary Clinton did a decent job, but it was. Woo. It was yeah. still probably, it was still tough to watch, though. He tore and up. then she called everybody deplorable. Yeah. So, I don't know how Joe Jorgensen would do against him. She seems very calm and collective, but I feel like he could shake at her. She's a, good. She's a psychology professor. No. She's no, she would eat his lunch. Maybe she's so smart. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, yeah. it's going to be interesting. Phil and I, I learned something about Joe Jorgensen. Oh, okay. Have you heard this story that she was bit by a bat on the campaign trail? No, no, she got bit by a bat. Uh-huh. Like she had to miss a campaign stop because she was getting rabies shots. Yeah. So she is the only presidential candidate that I know of who uh, has survived a bat attack. (laughs) It's a pretty mild attack, I think. (laughs) I don't know. I I think I know lots of people have been bit by bats around here. You hear about them. Yeah. Yeah, My mom was worried. She had to get rabies shots. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's such a great story, though. Just make sure you get your rabies shot. Seriously. Yeah, even if even if there's not shot. like if you've been exposed to a bat, get your rabies shot. You don't even have to get really bitten. Yeah. But oh, uh, really? He is now known as Batman. <laughs> Batman <laughs> <laughs> is a uh, but there's no cure for rabies if it goes past a certain point, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't think there is. Yeah, it's like you're done. Yeah, you're like you turn into like the Walking Dead and start eating yeah. people. Yeah. I guess the only thing is if you have. Oh no, that's malaria. No, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So it, what is it? Old, I have like a hundred and thirty year old medical book someplace, mm-hmm. and they've got this whole thing about how to cure um, rabies that I thought, except for they called it hydrophobia back then. Really? Yeah, it used to be called hydrophobia because, um, and, and I'm not sure why exactly they went with hydrophobia instead of hydrophilia, but because apparently when you have rabies, you get super thirsty. Um, you know, they oh. like drink so much water if they can't, but. Um, they, like that, this whole thing about like if you get bit by an animal, you're supposed to put wax on it and different stuff like that. That doesn't sound like that would do anything. No, it doesn't. But you know, Boxes. I mean, they didn't have everything back then that we have now. Well, that the, they used to like prescribe cocaine and alcohol for cures. Oh yeah, that I mean, and heroin. Her, heroin, that, heroin started off as cough syrup. I'm sure people felt really stop. Good. Yeah, they had <laughs> sure children's like, children's Whoa. heroin for cough syrup. It does. It does uh, suppress a cough. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah, I knew this guy from my town. He got bit by a fox, and he uh, and I was like, so what did the doctor say you had to do? He's like, well, I, we, the fox had rabies, and I got the rabies shot. And he said, as long as I don't bite anyone, I can stay out in public. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying laughing. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Well, then you got to worry about all the other bacteria. I mean, bite wounds are horrible. Yeah. Any kind of, especially, you know, human bite. So, oh, human yeah. bites are the worst. Right? Yeah, those are the worst kind of bites. What? Yeah. what are you we have all sorts about? of nasty stuff in our mouths. I don't know if you knew that. Wait, this, how many, do, do many people turn. bite each other? <laughs> I don't hear about this. Yeah, people bite each other all the time, Marion. You didn't know that? Uh, no, I didn't you, think it was a concern. No. You, when you were a kid, you didn't have like a little brother and you had to bite him to fight him off you. Like, My parents got it done. My parents got done the first. They did it right the first time. I got, there was got, nobody after me. 
I got bit at least three times that I can remember. Twice were by the same woman. Oh, let's stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's okay. We were kids. Okay. She bit me right there. Well, you there. said woman. It so was you said weird. woman, though. You, you she said she's, a, she's a woman now. Phil, Phil, who, I was young. Who, there are ghosts down here. <laughs> like, I don't know what's ha what is happening with the camera right now. Oh, Why do we have all these extra? No, that's good. The camera was scared of your biting comments. Oh, that's you didn't weird. know where we were yeah. going to go to. All right. It's probably oh. haunted down there, Jesse. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. maybe. Maybe the ghost is into biting. Let's hope not. Don't bite me. Bite Phil, please. Keep it interesting. It's okay. I'm a survivor. <laughs> I'm a bit before. I'm going to survive with another cup of coffee since uh, we have an extra. An extra cup. Because our third person isn't here. Yeah. Um, They're not talking about me, by the way. I know. So Phil and I were talking when the debates happen. And maybe, yeah, I'm just going to say it because, you know, we're talking about doing it. Well, wow, Phil's sweating. Yeah, he's uh, he's been working hard. So, go go ahead. I'm sorry. When when they do those debates, Phil and I want to have the podcast. So, I, we we wanted to bring that up to you. Yes. So we want to live stream it and then commentate like the debates. Will Phil be able to do that? Why won't he be able to do that? I don't know. Have we have we done something like this before? No, 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 no. We've never. So done when. When is the first debate? I don't know. I'm not sure exactly the date, but the idea would be is like we'd have like a TV with it being on, and I'm sure. No, I lied. Wait for Phil. He'll he'll tell you how we're gonna do this. Projector. Interesting. Project on the wall. Can you hear me? All right. So here's what we do. Okay. Have you ever uh, seen? Sometimes I don't like to talk about him a lot on here because he has a competing podcast. But uh, have you ever seen Joe Rogan's podcast? I haven't. Okay. So sometimes what they do is they'll have what's called a fight companion. So if there's going to be an MMA match on, they'll uh, they'll kind of watch it and they'll do their podcast. And then every once in a while, and they'll kind of comment on what's happening in the fight. Well, we could do it like that. I mean, we don't have to show because I, I think we'd get pulled. I think mm. we'd get pulled from, from Facebook and YouTube if we played right. uh, the debates on our show, but we can talk about it and then you can watch it from home. Yeah. That, that makes more sense off. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can't just rebroadcast something without the permission. I mean, football always says that, right? Can't do that. Yeah. NFL. I don't know. I don't know how that works when it comes to debates. I don't know if that's I'm not sure. Got a copyright to it. Uh, Shouldn't we, be. We'll look in, copyrighted. We'll look yeah. into it. If we can play it, we'll play it. And, and we can have it uh, streaming on, on one of our screens. And if we can't, then we'll uh, we'll do we'll a find out. Yeah, I invented a drinking game for us for it. Fuck. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. So we're all going to. I'm probably going to die. So I'm going to I'm going to put the names in the hat and everyone's going to pick a name. And whoever whoever's name you get, you have to drink when whatever they do that they're not supposed to do. So like like when they're getting yelled like at by the like mediator, you Trump, mean? like for Trump, like if he says bigly or something bigly. like that, you know, you have to like drink. Or when Joe Biden loses track, like mid sentence, you have to drink. You know, it's gonna be like it's gonna be crazy. We're gonna be Jesus. We're, we're gonna get a gonna little die. twisted up doing this. That's a really bad idea. And everyone at home can join in. It's gonna be a blast. This is oh, not... I, I invented this. It's all invented. I got a you know piece what? of paper. You know what? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, but we'll have to have we'll have to have beer. 
Yeah, no, yeah, not liquor. Not do no. It with liquor. No, 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 we'll do it with beer. We're not trying to turn this into a shit show. We're I mean, it to... depends on what day of the week it is, but I've got to be sharp, you know. Yeah. You have to go to work. Yeah, I can't die. I can't yeah. die on the podcast. <laughs> Although that would make a. No, it would not. Stop it. Yeah. So that's going to be a fun make a great, game. great action packed episode. Joe I can't. Phil died today. <laughs> I can't wait for you guys to read the rules. You're going to love the rules I made up. I'm just glad you already made up the rules. It, it's good. You guys are you're so watch. prepared on this drinking. Is it gonna be a surprise? Yet you're so late today to come do the podcast. Well, there wasn't mm. drinking on the podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's no alcohol there down here. So, so here's what we should do when we do that, though, is um, when we go live, we'll post, we'll post the rules in writing, too, so that people can pull those up. Yeah. And they'll know what they are the whole time. We yeah. don't have to keep repeating it. Could we even have... Like, is there a way that if somebody wanted to call in on like, the show and like we can, well, they, they can comment here and we can, we okay. can respond to yeah, them. That might be the best okay. way. And yeah. I'd love to have, I was actually uh, hoping to get in touch with some of my friends in Iowa uh, before the show today because they've had a, a natural disaster out there. I don't know if you heard about it. No, what happened? Yeah. I I don't know all the details. I was hoping I could get somebody to come on and explain to us what happened. But, um, you know, when you think of Iowa and you think of natural disasters, it's like tornadoes. Right. So apparently what they had, as far as I know, was not a tornado. It was more like a hurricane, which, yeah. Okay. So I saw some videos and just like the, the downdrafts, and the trees i mean my friend uh, showed some video of his backyard and it was just like just getting started and the wind was crazy and the rain was crazy and he said none of his trees survived whoa and the trees in iowa are big yeah yeah and he, he showed you know all sorts of stuff in his backyard i saw photos that they got mm. devastated out there. So um, here's, you know, thinking about our, our friends in Iowa and hopefully um, they recover okay. And if you need any help, let us know. We'll see what we can do. And the thing with Iowa is that place is awesome. Like it's a hidden gem. Oh, it's it's amazing. There's I love like, Iowa. Really? Like a, Iowa? Like, oh, yes. I love Iowa. And I think if people would get, people in Iowa would get mad if you told about it. because Yeah, like, don't tell anybody about Iowa. It's seriously that nice. Iowa is so cool. I was cool as hell. And especially for like, I guess my style of person of like living out in the country and hunting yeah. and like, to be honest, food. It, and... it reminds me it's flatter. Yeah. But it reminds me a lot of here. Yeah. There's a lot more going there than people think. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, it reminds me so much of here. Like this is when I go out there and I, I talk to those, those are our people. Yeah. Yeah. It's shocking. Some of the places that are, uh, you would never guess like how nice it is. Cause you're just like, Oh, they're flyover States. You know, you don't even think about them. They're just like, whatever. Yeah. So it sounds like we need to go to Iowa. Done. If you want to go to Iowa, I, yeah, we'll go to Iowa. Can we go on a hunt? Maybe let's go on a whitetail hunt in Iowa. All right. You guys go for a hunt. I'll, yeah, you can just come I'll hang, hang out with the locals. Yeah. You know, we should go pheasant hunting in South Dakota. Oh, that'd be fun. I've never be done that. Unreal. Yeah. I have done it with the bird dogs, man. That would be cool. The um, South Dakota pheasant hunting. You would never imagine. Like, I mean, you see pheasant around here, like canned hunts mostly, right? Yeah. In South Dakota, 
every ditch on the side of the road has 15 pheasants in it. Really? When you go down and, you know, we would do, so the, the rules, the laws for hunting in South Dakota are a little bit different. It's interesting. So you, you can carry, so in New York state, you can't have a, a loaded long gun in your car. Um, but in South Dakota, if you're hunting pheasant, you can, you can have it, um, loaded. So you just basically, you know, you don't put one in the chamber and you just drive down into a field or a country road. And if you're hunting the ditches and you just pop, like you drive down in, put it in, you know, put the brake on, open the door, you pop out, the dog pops out, the dog takes off, you and they pop up and it'll be like 150, 200 birds will just fly up out of every field. Wow. It's incredible. Jeez. It's incredible. Can, can we all give Phil credit on this? <laughs> well, you do that one more well, time. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, shotgun. <laughs> it's a shotgun. It's a action. You gotta love those. Yeah, uh, but that was. I mean, it's so much fun. Yeah, it's so much fun, and the dog loves it. You know, I took Hawkeye when he was like, man, he must have been six months old at, at most. I'm sure he went and had a freaking blast. Oh, he had such a good time. And you know what? I hadn't really trained him for pheasant hunting at that age. Yeah. He knew. Oh, he, I'm sure. He knew exactly what to do. He He's got out of the car. bird dog, man. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And when, when, when a bird would get shot, I was just turning. One of my buddies took a shot and he popped one. And I was like, hey, good shot. And, uh, you know, I kind of gave my dog the command to, to go get it and bring it back. Like that I do when I play fetch with him. And I didn't think he was going to do it. And I'm, or I'm talking to the guy like, oh, good job getting ready to go walk and get the bird. And I turn back around and all of a sudden Hawkeye comes back and he's he's got it in his mouth. And he's just like, duh, duh, duh. and the guy's like, look, <laughs> like, oh, oh, my God, that's awesome. <laughs> good boy. Go, Hawkeye. Here, like, give me the bird. And he dropped it. Oh, so he's no. soft with it. He yeah. has a soft mouth. He yeah. brought it over there and he go. dropped it. Wow. And it was awesome. That's it, cool. It was so cool. It was a proud dad moment. Oh, yeah. I bet. Cool. Yeah, so cool. That is cool. So yeah. talking about proud dad moment. Uh, so my future father-in-law commented, and I told him I would read his comments this time. Future father-in-law. Wait, 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 wait. Future is, father-in-law? Yeah, I mean, at some point, I'm sure I'm going to have to, you know, pop the question. But Does Mary know this, or are we just Mary finding out about this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's demanding. <laughs> oh, we got to give a shout-out to Dan Spotten. Spotman. Who's that? Spotten or Spotman. I don't know, but he lives in Iowa. Oh, okay. Oh, so somebody, Hi, somebody, Paul knows. There you go, Dan. Do you know? Uh, do you know the Evans family or the uh, the Andersons? If you do, uh, let us, you know, say hello to them. I, I, <laughs> hello. There's some of the best. Dan, I my think buddy Rick. Dan is Paul's friend that he went to Sturgis with last year. So. Oh, that would be fun. You yeah. know, Sturgis is going on right now, isn't it? I'm not sure. Yeah, I yeah. saw that they had all it was these. Done. Yeah. Oh, is it already over? I, I thought I could be wrong. I know they were out there, and people were complaining that they they brought in all these people and didn't have masks on. Uh oh. But you know, I think they they were spread out. They're all camping yeah. and stuff. They, they were definitely social distancer. Yeah, yeah, they they were protesting something, so it's okay. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. I'm gonna get canceled now. Don't cancel us. <laughs> so, future dad-in-law. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Paul. Yeah. Paul. Paul. Paul when Rick. do we get to meet Paul? 
Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> Should we have Paul on the podcast? If I invited I Paul on this so. podcast, Mary would have a heart attack. She Why? would. Oh, she would have a heart attack. Yeah, because he would talk about Jesse's pink shirt. Yeah, well, pink he, eye. He would. Uh, <laughs> he would. He would have lots of uh, uh, comments. They, I, I, we would enjoy him, but Mary would have a heart attack. So, <laughs> yeah. And so I got a touchy subject I want to bring up. Oh, yes. But before I do that, I'm going to grab a little bit of alcohol upstairs. Would you like anything? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to either get champagne or wrench IPA. So, IPA. IPAs IPA. are always good. Okay, cool. I'll be back. Do, 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 do. <laughs> so, there you Hey, bud. How are you? Um, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty yeah. good. How about Jesse, though? I don't know. He's got that. Why does it do that? Why is it pointing at my chest? Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't have enough buttons. To, um, you need buttons to unbutton. Yeah. I got buttons. Let it go. Days. <laughs> How are and, you? Are you excited about like work? Going back to work? Oh, I, yeah. It's going to be interesting because um, I don't know if I should say this on on the internet live. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm teaching a course this fall. Did I tell you that? Uh, we talked. I told you I should be teaching it. Yeah, you should. But essentially, um, I just found out recently that I'm going to be teaching it. And it's a course that I haven't taught before. So I'm um, just kind of trying to navigate what that's going to look like. And I think the more I think about it, the more it's going to be really good. Because um, I'll be able to kind of go through some of the stuff that I'm going to be asking the students to do. I'm going to be asking them to adapt. I'm going to be asking them to change and be flexible and uh, kind of learning how to be a student, how to think critically, um, Mm -hmm. how to kind of get past their biases. So you're not going to make anyone cry though, right? That's the most important thing. And that's what I told you earlier. I don't know. I did make, I did make somebody cry in my class. So I don't know. I can't (laughs) promise that people won't cry. I can't promise. You know what? I mean, it's it's a learning situation. I'm not going to I'm not going to actively try to get them to cry. But I, I, you know, you just got to ask people to be open. And oh, look at that! Everyone. He got flat Marianne. <laughs> I thought that the two big ones were yours, and then the little one was mine. <laughs> <laughs> what a good bartender! All right. Well, Flat Marion has a drink. Mine is over there. There we go. Thank you, sir. So this is, uh, you ever heard of industrial arts? I'm sure Marion has. Negative ghostwriter. Industrial arts. So on untapped, this beer has like a 96% rating. Wow. It's called Wrench IPA. It's a New England IPA. Where'd you get that, brother? I got it from Rich Morrison at Keg and Barrel. Oh, I love Rich Morrison. He, uh, I was like, Rich, I want a really good New York beer because that's all we serve is New York beer. And yeah. he goes, well, this is down to- on the Hudson River. So, yeah, this brewery. Industrial arts. Check it out. Good stuff. Switching How is it, guys? Coffee to beer. Like a pro. <sighs> did, you, uh, did you give Marianne some of hers? Oh, sorry. Uh, I'll let her drink first. Ladies first. Ladies first. Ladies first. <laughs> It's delicious. <laughs> is it? What is it? Uh, new, I love New England IPA. I think those, though, it's mellow. It's a lot of flavors in it. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah you, you know what I mean? You would like this. You would like would this. I like it? Yeah. It's really good beer, and it's very sought after. It's hard to get. So, And I've got my beer filter right here. Jesse, oh. do you have that there at 18th Amendment in cans, or you have a sixth of it? What do you got? I, I have a quarter keg. And okay. Without... I drop, but it's the most expensive keg of beer I've ever bought in my life. Really? I, I bet. How expensive I bet. these kegs of beer are. Like, yeah. Because I'm used to like paying around here and you can get a half keg for like 200 bucks. So do you yeah. charge premium for it? So it's $7 instead of five, you know, but I mean, this was, this was yeah. $12 for a quarter keg. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you, I mean, can you imagine buying a half keg of it? What is it like? I mean, you did like 400, 400 bucks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. And you got to make sure you sell it too. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that's gotta be tough. So, so get down to the 18th amendment this week and uh, get this beer. It's really good. It really is. It's yeah. the shit. Good stuff. Now, good. I, now we're going to get demonetized. Yeah. I swore. So now that we have alcohol, I wanted to bring up a subject. Okay. What does everyone think of Kamala Harris as Joe Biden's VP? I don't know anything about her, so I have like no opinion. Well, as I stated before, I, I think that must have been a shock for him to discover that she was his VP nominee. Would you think that when he said all he was going to go for was uh, a female of color for her? For I, you know, I, I, I said something to somebody about that, and apparently... I, I can't quote him that he actually said that directly. I think we all knew that that was going to happen. And I know people called on him to make sure that it was someone who was of color. And I th somebody in his camp said that it was going to be a woman. I think it was him. But uh, nonetheless, I think that we knew that there was going to be some identity politics played. And it, yeah. as much as, like I said last week, if she is the best choice, just say, I'm picking the best person. Don't say, I'm going to make sure it's a woman. Right. Don't say, I'm going to make sure it's a woman of color. Just say, I'm going to pick the number one best person I can find. And, that, yeah. and then show everybody that the best person you can find is a woman of color. That's awesome. Right. And I was actually going to bring that up because I didn't want anyone to take that out of context. I'm more than happy with with a woman, a woman of color, with any, and to me, it doesn't matter. My thing is, if I'm hiring at my restaurant, the best person that comes for the job gets it. It doesn't, I don't care. if I don't care who you are, what you look like, what your opinion is, your politics. You come in, you get the job if you're good. Right. That's, that's how it works. And yeah. I, and maybe that's wrong of me to say that, but uh, I guess I grew up thinking that whoever was the best for the job got the job. So uh, that doesn't always happen though. You know that right. I don't know why when I was thinking like, what did Mo Michelle Obama not want to do this? Cause that'd be great. If she was like, guys, I got this and I got my Money. eyes on him. I'll just take care of everything or even, or Beyonce. I mean, Beyonce is like oh, influential. <laughs> I mean, well, even though Michelle Obama hasn't done politics, I think she would have been a better option than Kamala Harris. I, I, I really, I have a problem with Kamala Harris and I've told Phil, and a lot of people don't know this. Okay. So her conviction rate on petty marijuana crimes in the state of California was insane. She was putting people of color away at a higher rate than almost any state in this country. She was she the thing she was doing was outrageously bad. She was she was not good. Her conviction rate on people of color was something I can't remember. I don't want to misquote it. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot and it was for petty crimes and 
she just was going out there trying to get a win. You know, she just so like the problem that I have with her. I just and make it. and I have this problem with this is a problem with the criminal justice system, not only her. Is that she would go after people and she would make sure that she won, mm-hmm. even if she knew that they weren't guilty. Right. And she would make sure, I mean, I think they, you know, I've heard this talked about elsewhere is that like she would suppress DNA evidence. Yeah. That's what I was telling you the uh, other day. And otherwise just to make sure that she won, um, instead of making sure that they got it right. And, and I'm everybody that knows me knows that I care way more about getting it right mm-hmm. uh, than being right as much as I like being right. So Marianne, one so bringing up, so I was talking to Phil about this whole DNA thing. So being a criminal justice major and doing forensics in college, I'm really big on the whole, you know, if you're on, if you have a life sentence, you should be able to get your DNA tested to make sure that you're not, you know, you're innocent, you know? And uh, what she was doing was these guys would put in, say, Hey, we want to get a DNA test to prove our innocence when they're on death row. And she was blocking the DNA. Why? Because she was saying, well, so if I win. let one guy do it, this was her excuse. Then every inmate on death row is going to want his DNA tested. And it's like, of course they do. Like, if you're going to kill somebody, you better make sure they're guilty, you know? So, and that for me, just, you got, if you want to talk about putting humans life, life's first instead of winning, I mean, I, I got a big problem with it. I do. And, God, why didn't he pick Tulsi Gabbard? Well, I know he hated her, but I mean, such a better pick. He would he would have got canceled just like her. No, he wouldn't. No, he's the only person that could have brought her back. Yeah, and God, what a good pick. Jeez, I mean, I don't know. And and Tulsi Gabbard's the one that brought this up live on stage in a debate and destroyed Kamala. Did she call Harris. her out? She destroyed Kamala Harris's run for president because mm. she put this out there, and it's the truth. And it's and it has nothing to do with her. It has to do with her politics and what she did when she was, I, what, what exactly was her position? A prosecutor. A prosecutor. Yeah, it's despicable. Yeah. yeah. It was, it's not, I mean, I, again, a lot of things Trump did. I mean, for some reason, people that watch this think like I'm a huge Trump fan. Yeah. I'm he, not, he's, he's, not a, he's not a great we're, person. We're not on board with what he does either. No. You know, so like we're, that's the nice thing about this podcast is we are open for discussion and you can change our minds. Like yeah. we always say. So, yeah. but, Kamala Harris is just as evil. If you think Trump is evil, even more. So my my question for you guys then is how has it have been received? I don't know how how we can tell how it's been received about the running mate. Are people like, oh, that's great. Or that's awful. Or who the hell is this person? Or Biden's still running. Is it like a lot of those? I don't, I don't know how people are receiving this information. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you see on Facebook, you know, your one Facebook friend's like, oh, yeah, you support. And then your other Facebook friend's like, oh, geez, you know, it's like, yeah. So you can't, I guess, you know, you can't rely on media anymore and you can't rely on it's true. friends list. No, you that's got- true. But here, my thing, my Facebook thing is a lot right now. I see a lot of parents are focused on school. So I don't know if everyone's kind of focused on this election right now. There's a lot of other things that, that they're probably taking a lot of their energy from. Um, I'm one of them. So I, again, I didn't even know Biden was running. So um, I just don't know how this election is going to be. That's part of the Democrat strategy. I think. What's that? 
I think that their strategy right now is to pretend that like nothing is like they're not in the middle of uh, you know an election run and just let people hate Trump. Their whole thing is just like let Trump talk. We won't talk that much. We'll just except for to beat up on Trump and let Trump bury himself and we won't say anything stupid. He's pretty good. We'll, we'll try to avoid saying stupid things. Biden will say something stupid. Yeah. Yeah, but Trump is really good at But Trump but Biden's <laughs> Biden is rarely live. Biden <laughs> for a specific reason. Well, yeah, so he's going to be recorded and they're going to make sure that you know, they're not going to put out anything that's embarrassing. So, right. how can how can we back up a person that we can't count on being live that we always have to record him? God, that's scary. We can't put somebody out there or whomever can't put a, put somebody out there that can actually conduct themselves in a professional manner. That's why the best choice is Joe Jorgensen. And uh, she's not going to get her chance. She's not going to get to talk. But, uh, they've already they've already decided she's not going to get a chance to talk. Yeah. The, you know, I always you know, maybe love the independent and the libertarian candidates. I mean, they're they just bring so much more to the table that no one looks at. So here's, well, here's right. our offer. Here, here's. I'm going to make, I haven't talked to Jesse and Marianne about this, but I will, um, on behalf of It's Rare, I'd like to invite Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Joe Jorgensen, and any other third party candidates that we can fit in this table to come sit here and we'll have a debate live on air and we'll make sure that everybody gets a fair shot to express um, what they would do as president. Yeah, I say it's out there. It's you're, out there. You're invited. The invite is out there. And one more thing, and I know I've talked a lot about this, and I'll let Marianne and Phil talk more, but I implore everybody to do yourself justice and don't listen to the media. Don't read Facebook and research these candidates and research their history and research yeah. who they really are and make your own opinion. Don't, does anyone remember in, in high school? You know, you remember when you had to go and you had to get your own opinion? You had to make it wasn't given to you. Yeah, and what? you have to decide why that's your opinion. Why it's your opinion? What? You to back it up. Go back to it. Why do you think that thing that you right. think? Really, but really stop being why? swayed by media. Yeah. Stop. Just make your own choices. You don't have to just because someone says this is the right thing and it's the cool thing, it's not. You know. I, like I told you, I think social media is the worst thing that's ever happened. Well, and I asked and that, selfies. Selfies are also the worst things that ever happened too. I had I had two incoming freshmen at the college email me this week and okay. ask me some questions because I'm going to be teaching them this fall. And one of their questions was, you know, what advice do you have for freshmen? How can I be um, successful in your class, successful at the college, and otherwise? And one of the things I said is, you know. Preparing for my course, one of the best things that you can do is just ask yourself, just be honest with yourself. Why am I here? Why is this the place where I am at this point in my life? What brought me here specifically? What is this place going to do for me? What am I going to do for it? Um, and that's, that's the same thing when you go to the voting booth. Why am I here? And why have I made the decision I'm making? Now, if you're in a state like New York, we know who's getting 
our electoral votes. We know yeah. because, and they don't have to do that, by the way. I'd, I'd recommend everybody go look this up, but um, the state doesn't have to give all or nothing. They can distribute uh, electoral votes um, any way that they decide in their constitution. Every state does it all or nothing, but they don't have to. Hmm. But if you're in a state like New York, where we know that 100% of our votes are going to Biden before we ever walk into that booth, now what can you accomplish by going into that booth? And I think the biggest thing you can do, and I know I keep hammering this, but if you vote for a third party, you're going to make it so that if enough people do that, you're going to make it so that the next election, we might actually have a third choice and mm. you can pick who you want instead of vote against somebody. Yeah. The two party system does not work anymore. Maybe it never worked, but it definitely doesn't work now. Yeah. So did, did you also tell your, Phil, did you also tell your classmates or your students to also subscribe to the podcast as well? No, <laughs> Uh, I think Flat Marianne asked for more beer. Flat Marianne did. Oh, yeah. Right, here you go. <laughs> there you go. Take it easy, Marianne. No, I didn't. Oh, gosh. I didn't. I'm not going to promote the podcast to them. I no, no. I just was, that was in jest. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's it's okay. If you're watching, um, hi. I hope everything's going really well. Welcome to Cuca. Thank God I'm not your professor. <clears throat> Thank God for that. Yeah. Phil, can you have any special... <laughs> guests at, in class zoom class or no is that frowned upon a hundred percent and i'm i'm a hundred percent planning to i'll probably bring flat mary in okay oh, oh, don't okay <laughs> <laughs> Why do you, would you like to i would love to i would love to class? i always wanted to yeah we might be able to work that out I educate know. the students well I, you know i want to i want to expose them to different kinds of experiences that they can get in the local community yeah and um I especially, you know, I'd like to probably reach out to some of my uh, nonprofit friends. In that's a huge, that's well, a big one. That's a good one. Because I think be part of being part of the community is supporting your community and, and getting involved with some of the local nonprofits could be really good for them. What What is this class? Um, it It's like an intro. It's like an intro to being a CUCA college student. Oh, okay. So it's, it's all... Um, you know, critical thinking and getting involved with the community and how to debate properly. You're going to be awesome for that. I hope so. You're going to do You're a gonna great job. You're going to be great. So. You're really awesome. I'm going to try really hard. I wish when I was in college, I had somebody like you that was open-minded because I remember in my college, like you were, people were forcing their opinion on you. Yeah. Right. Like, like it, it was crazy. Like now I think about like, Jesus, like that, that well, wasn't normal. And right. <laughs> and that's part of why I'm doing it is that I had a course at Cuca college 17 years ago. Jeez, that was, was a long time very ago. similar to the <laughs> course that I'll be teaching. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a large part of the basis for the way that I think through different things. Yeah. And, and obviously I've developed a lot since then, but I think a lot, because of that. And so I, I want to give that back to the, to the students that are there now. So that's important. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I really think you're going to do great. That's all. Thanks. Yeah, I had, great. I had two professors at Alfred university. They were both my marketing professors and they always motivated me to be, to do better, be better. And just loved picking their brain on a whole bunch of stuff. And it was actually, um, 
the first one's Dr. Howard. He was my marketing professor. And my second one was um, Dr. Rummel, Amy Rummel, who was also my other marketing professor who it, I actually ran into Dr. Rummel at Heron Hill. Her daughter was getting married and that was a couple of years ago. Um, and it was just nice how we just randomly ran into each other and whatnot. But um, I think it's important and hopefully everyone has a chance where they have somebody in their lives that inspires them to be a better person as a mentor or significant other or friend even, you know what I mean? Just someone, Absolutely. a parent as well. Absolutely. You, would you like to come forward and tell everyone about how much you drank during hot dog days at Alfred? I worked hot dog days. I really? worked as a campus security. Like, Oh, I, no way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no way. I did. I worked as a campus security guard. All right, Kamala. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we got prosecutor <laughs> over there. <laughs> I wrote okay. lots of parking tickets. I saw so I helped the, the school make like, money. What's in your backpack? Well, you know what's in my backpack. <laughs> you know what's so in come on. Like, <laughs> let's be serious. This is your books. <laughs> my, backpack, my backpack is sweating for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we know what's in there. Let's you know, stop. I don't know if anybody knows this, but if you take uh, you know, the the new style of lawn chairs, mm-hmm. the camp chairs. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to smuggle beer. Is it? Oh, yeah. Because it's already. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then you can have the chair in there with it. Who the it. hell's going to look at that? Nobody. Oh, no, nobody. everybody. I, I, wow. I've never done that before. You should teach I've a course. I've never done that. <laughs> <how to smuggle laughs> <beer. laughs> I would take that course. Best way to smuggle beer. How to Wait get a minute. <laughs> so the, I, camp, the camping chairs, you put the, like, the bag, the long bag, and then you yeah. put like cans in there? Yeah. Oh. They never thought great. of it. They worked great. Yeah. You just have no. to fold that sucker so it looks like there's a chair in there. You put a chair in it. Oh, with put, yeah, with he says you put the chair in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I don't, yeah, don't. I've never done that. <laughs> I've never done that. You just smuggling beer. I mean, that's <laughs> we, we have to do it like, okay, so I'm sure neither of you have ever been to the Dundee race track, right? The black, dirt track. The black outlaw. Speedway. Outlaw, right? Outlaw. Oh, it's outlaw? Yeah. It used to be black. Outlaw Speedway. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine them sponsoring us? <laughs> that would be interesting. They should. They would want like 20 minutes of just Trump. <laughs> they would, they, we can talk about outlaw. Uh, so we, uh, so my buddies and I, you know, that place wasn't serving alcohol forever. And they would say, listen, you can only bring six beers per person. And we're like, like, I'm not going to sit at a racetrack for five hours and drink only six beers. So we got to figure something out. So we came up with some pretty inventive way to sneak oh, beers yeah. in. I mean, it was oh, yeah. pretty interesting. The best one was my buddy out of the back of his truck throwing beers at us. And we're trying to like catch them like over the fence. And like the security guy comes over. He's like, what are you guys doing? We're like, uh, we're just getting beer in. And he goes, just bring the fucking beer in. Like, he's just like, he didn't no, he didn't care. He's like, you guys are stupid. Like they're shook up. Just bring it in. Like, okay, whatever. He's afraid you guys are going to hit your head. Were they, throw beers over the fence. Were they checking bags? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's like Dundee Speedway, it's like I graduated with these kids. They're like the kids that were running security are like all the kids that you knew would run mm-hmm. security at yeah, Black Rock someday. Yeah. So it's pretty funny. So they were you bad. were you of age? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I was like okay. 24, 25. Just Jesus. That throw, was throwing, recent. Throwing that was beers. recent. Three, four years ago. He was still doing He did it this summer. Oh, last summer, I should say. Not this summer. So, a question again. How old are you, Jesse? 29? Oh, 28. 20, 28. Yeah, 28. The fountain of youth over here. Fountain of youth. Good yeah. Lord. 
I had an an older lady when I was doing code enforcement today. Um, like older, I mean, late sixties, early seventies. Uh, she wanted a shed permit, and I'm sitting there, and she goes, she goes, "How old are you?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm 28." She's like, "You look very handsome with your gray hair at 28." Uh, and I'm like, and I'm like, hey, what, "What's going on?" And then like, she's like, "You want to come in and have a cup of coffee?" I'm like, "No, no, no, I don't think so." Was I was like, I was scared to. That Do you day. get that a lot? Yeah, you, yeah. But, you get a lot of ladies. The handsome part? No, they try to seduce you. Oh, yeah. Oh, it happens, but uh, I don't think that happens. It happens all the time. I bought a, they just want to give you cookies. I bought a mattress <laughs> once. I bought okay. a mattress once. I went into the mattress joint to like to find a mattress, and I was like, I don't know, like I want one that that's big, that's you know. So I got the California King. But he was like, so do you want pillow top or do you want this or do you want soft or firm? And I was like, well, I'll just get firm. I don't know what I want, so I'll just get firm. And then if I want it softer, I'll just get a pad over top of it. He's like, oh, you don't want to do that. So anyway, we went through the whole thing and he starts telling me these stories about, you know, uh, being a mattress salesman. It's like, you know, the women will come in and, you know, they'll try to they'll try to get you to deliver it for them. If you know what I mean. Really? Yeah. And wow, uh, I took the wrong profession. Yeah. He, yeah. Apparently if you, because <laughs> what, so here's the thing, right? So a lot of women, no, here's the thing, right? Yeah. So this yeah. is the explanation. A lot of women who just got divorced and moved out now have to buy a mattress. Oh, that's true. So, or, right. or whatever, or like women who just broke up are like getting their own place. So now they need a mattress. And was was this guy a nice looking mattress salesman? He's like average. Okay. He's like me. I don't believe it. Like uh, he was almost as good looking as me. I don't believe so it. Almost. Pretty decent. Pretty almost. decent. Yeah. I don't know. But I, um, I remember I sometimes I went through I went through a breakup where I had to get my own mattress and I wasn't I just got a mattress. I don't know what you're insinuating here. I nothing, nothing, nothing. Can, can you read what my sister said, or is it not appropriate? Yeah, no, it's it is. Okay. Uh, she actually has a message from your dad. Okay. Oh. Who got a message from Donald J. Trump? Oh, okay. And yeah. Trump says, "Thanks for the invite, but I am getting additional hair transplant Sunday, so we'll have to reschedule." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> It's for relaying the message. And your future father-in-law thought that was pretty funny. Wow. Terry, you're not that funny. Sorry. I'm the funny sibling. That's how it works. There's only one funny sibling. <laughs> I I don't Sorry. know how I got the brains, the beauty, the sense of comedy, humor. yeah, comedianness. You know what I mean, Marianne? Flat Marianne, do you know what I mean? No, nope, <laughs> not at all. Flat Marianne always jumps on my side. So Flat Marianne is so tan. She is tan. She's so Look tan. Her. She's so tan. She rocks that ducky so shirt. Tan. Yeah. <laughs> is it like a beer next to the ducks? It's, it's duck duck goza. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Flat Marianne. <laughs> Flat Marianne is doing great. I really like her. We uh yeah, she's cool. She's quiet, but she means well. The only thing that sketches me is her eyes are weird. <laughs> her eyes are fantastic. They're like really big and they like flop everywhere when you're trying to tape her to the chair. You're like, calm down, Marianne. We're going to get you We taped. can't talk about taping women to the chair. Oh, that's, right. that's right. Oh, 
Uh, you know, Tara says she's the good-looking sibling, so we'll, we'll allow it. Maybe you'll have to agree to disagree. You know what? I saw a pic. This is how many you have. You have one. You have one sister, right, Jesse? You have one sister. One sister. So your mother showed me a picture of your sister, and she is beautiful. Yeah, she's so beautiful. I don't know about that. And then there's there's you. Some people might think that. Yeah. She's gorgeous. Well, all I gotta say is. Everyone that's watching, thanks for watching the fastest growing podcast in the Finger Lakes. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. I had forgot to mention that today. Jesse, when you propose to Mary, will you propose on the podcast? That's a negative. Actually, I think he just did. And no. he did say that nope. uh nope. Paul was his future father-in-law. Nope. So yeah, that's right? Proposal, right. So the rule was when I was 30. Uh, Mary was going to buy me a ring to give to her. That Good was going to be my birthday present. <laughs> don't do the don't do the one year 30 thing. Don't do the one year 30 thing. And when I you're said, 30, you're supposed to get married? False. Yeah, right. Yeah. False. Mm-hmm. Maybe. We'll see what happens. Don't do the one year 30 thing. Yeah. I don't I listen, I'm I'm not I don't like to like plan for the future. I'm more of a live in the now and the past type of guy. So. Oh, yeah. 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 You know yeah. you know what I'm saying, Marianne? Yeah. Um I guess when when one <laughs> wants to get married, <laughs> how do you decide that you want to get married? I don't know. You're the only one that's been married. Tell us. Yeah, what's uh, that like? I can I can talk about that. Um, okay. I only I only I've only been I've always at one point in my life I only felt like I wanted to marry that one time, and it was within that first month. I was like, oh, this is the guy. He's great. He's fantastic. I love him. Yada yada yada. Um, and you know, it's funny, Portia asked me this question. She's like, when did, when did daddy propose to you? And I forgot when, but I know where it was. It was in front of my front door and I had a feeling he was going to do it anyways. So he whipped around, he, you know, goes on one knee and he proposes. And of course I say, yes, I'm like, oh, that's great. So it was exciting. It was very exciting. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. That's well, it. That's all we need to hear. <laughs> that's all I need to hear. But I mm-hmm. hope that. I feel like and, we just had that discussion like from Anchorman when they're like, what's it like? What? Like being with a lady? No. Love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But what I want to say, though, is that if and when you do come to that conclusion that you want to be with someone like that, I want you to know that it is really, really hard. Yes. I let me drink some more. Flat Mary needs to drink some more. Give her alcohol. But yeah, I want you to know it's a lot of hard work. A lot of hard I'm work. That, You're not listening to me. I'm giving you really good solid advice. Flat Mary. Hard, I'm hard work. It's hard. Hard work. It's hard. You have to know you're going to have a lot of uncomfortable conversations. And it's always good to check in. And it's not a good idea to tell other people the relationship problems you're going through and not talking to the person you should be having conversation with. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. That's brilliant. That. Yeah. I yeah. like it. That's, you? that's, that's the best advice we've ever had on this show is that if you have things that you need to talk to somebody about, you should talk to them about it instead of talking to other people about it. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing gets accomplished. No. Yeah. And then you start drifting further and we're further away from each other, right? Uh, I can feel Phil and I drifting a little bit. It's just when when he's really late. 
we're, just starting, we're slowly drifting apart right now. Yeah. Was was did you see Phil's facial expressions when you finally showed up? Because you're just like, oh, actually, a lot to no, do. He, he was pretty calm. Was Phil, he? Yeah, he's pretty calm. He's not too bad. I'm a very understanding he gets, person. He get he gets flustered when we're messing with the equipment because that's yes, yes, he does. And I don't really know how to work on the I equipment. I don't really get flustered. It just it's like I just have to hurry. Yeah. And, um, you know. And Phil's like a, so Phil's that guy that like he shows up to the job interview like ten minutes early. Like I'm yeah. sure I can just tell like, and he's got like everything in hand and he's ready to go, and I'm the guy that shows up five minutes late and I say, "You guys are gonna love me. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna love this." Okay, so yeah. I think that's very true. Well, I got the message from Phil. He's like, we're going to start 30 minutes early before. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's, that sounds, that sounds reasonable. And no, what I meant smart. was we were going to get to the studio 30 minutes before. Yeah. And some of us did. Some of us did. Some Fly Marianne was there. Fly Marianne was there. The two of us right now, the two of us were there. Um, Actually, I had to tape Marianne to the chair. Flat, flat <laughs> Marianne. Not that Marianne. She's safe, I think. <laughs> You think she's Wait, safe? Will you if stand up not and safe, show everyone you're not taped to the Marianne, chair? If you're, not, safe, if you're not safe, blink twice. <laughs> don't blink. Gonna have somebody br- don't kick down my door of my restaurant. Marianne's safe. Okay. <laughs> when I was in the city, when I was in the city working at this at this quarantine place, mm-hmm. they had security. They'd have a few security people. We got penetrated a couple times, but Whoa. Uh, we had you got s- penetrated. Not me personally, but oh. our facility got oh, penetrated. Okay, <laughs> and there was one day uh, this new security girl came on, it, like she got hired, and their job, you know, they'd have to walk from floor to floor and go through and make sure nobody was like in rooms where they weren't supposed to be, and we'd have to make sure that you know they they'd go up the elevator and they'd just kind of check on each floor, make sure everything's okay. So one day, the the girl came out. And she was new. She was, it was like her first week or her first day or something. And she came out and she's like, okay, so I don't like, she just wanted to make it faster or something. She's like, okay, so whenever I, when the door opens on the elevator, cause I, we would sit next to the elevator door when the door opens on the elevator, um, just, just give, just give like a thumbs up. I'm going to give a thumbs up and then you just give a thumbs up back if everything's okay. Okay. Like, can you just be like, hey, everything all right? And we'd be like, yeah, like that would work too. So anyway, what, what I told her as the door was closing is if we're, if we're under duress, I'm just going to, I'm just, I'm just going to double blink, blink, blink yeah, twice. Yeah. So like, why not thumbs down? No, because, because they could see that. What about the about- blink? Well, you do a lot of other you know, things. Uh, anyway, you should have done something cool. I did the blink, blink, like in no. Like it's the funny. Noise. She was like, no, no, no. So anyway, like <laughs> three days later, she comes off the elevator. Or she, the, the elevator door opens, and I see her, and I just go, and she's like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> so like once every week or two, I would do that. I did it on my last day before I came home. And, Aww. Yeah. Hey, have you ever read the boy who cried wolf? Boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You you learned yeah, nothing from that. No, book. but we it was just fun. We had we had a good time. We had a good time. And good Phil's time. held hostage and killed because he double blinked and no one took him serious. I'm actually so, I'm hoping we can I'm hoping <laughs> uh, sometime when Marianne is in the studio, yeah, that 
um, we can next get weekend remotely uh, that we can get my friend um, who who did work security there with us. Yeah, okay. to come on the podcast remotely. I think that will they teach us security moves? I hope so. Um, we can ask him in like a, um, like throw him on the ground and all that. I bet he stuff. would. He'll also he'll also teach us no. how to put a six no. inch nail. Nope. Straight. No, stop it. Stop. Face. Nope. Stop. Oh, yeah. Stop. Oh, yeah. Not happening. Apparently, the thing to do. I will not watch. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I, will, I will lock eyes with Flat Marianne. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's but, always googly eyeing the thing, me. The I mean, thing about Flat Marianne, have you ever noticed, Jesse, have yeah. you ever noticed yeah. that Flat Marianne and 3D Marianne are never in the same room? I have. I'm about it. I'm <laughs> no. So, I think and we were in the same room la- the last time. So the real Marianne glares at me. The flat Marianne Google eyes me. Yeah. That's what I like about flat Marianne. <laughs> but, hey, you like the shirt, don't you? Yeah. Nice necklace. <laughs> she's got a little too much too much lipstick, though. Something happened to the, like, gaudy. Like, she's got, like, blue pearls and then the middle necklace. Like, I don't know what's going on. It's just, white. like, white. <laughs> just look on Wait. there. I can't, I can't see. Jeez. You, you got to show her flat Marianne googly eyeing me. Like she's staring directly at me right now. She's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. How did you All right, see? guys. I got to I gotta go. I got to go. go. I got to go. Yeah. We'll see you later, Marianne. I love right. seeing you guys and flat Marianne as well. And you're going to be. Do you promise you're going to be here in studio? I will be in the studio Sunday. What time are we doing it Sunday? Noon. Jesse can't make it. Probably like 12.05. Because now Phil has a key. Yeah, that's true. I have a key. So we might be on time next week. But uh, 12 o'clock. Yeah. So we'll see everybody at 12 o'clock next week. And... Are we signing off? I believe. Are we signing off? Or do you want to... Well, I need to sign off. Do Do you want to roll for until two? We can roll. Or do you want to sign up? We can roll. Marianne. Right. I'm Marianne, go. will you be mad if we roll? You guys roll. Continue to roll. Can you can can I uh we're gonna talk for twenty more minutes about you. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna get a lot closer to Flat Marianne. I hope so. So all right. Just I don't want Mary mad at Flat Marianne though. All right. Well, Lo- love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Mary's gonna burn Flat Marianne. <laughs> oh boy. I gotta get oh, no. all right. Well, here we we're, are. It's, we're just, back. it's just us now. All right. So what do you think about Trump supposedly attacking the United States Postal Service and having all the mailboxes removed? Well, you're you're going to have to elaborate a little bit more for for our listeners. Um, Well, so what what's supposedly happening, supposedly happening is that. Trump is removing postal boxes and he's telling post carriers that if there's too much mail, they don't have to deliver it all the same day. Have, have you read this? Have you heard? I don't that? think, I don't think that Trump knows how to use tools. Tools. Well, yeah, well, I guess, right. Exactly. So he has yeah. other people. He has, maybe He has other people, but I, I, I don't know. If, what, um, what do you think? Is, this, is this a real thing? Well, so let me ask you this. I've been told that the United States Postal Service is independent and they're not a government agency. So how can Trump do that? Aren't they a government agency? Apparently not. I think they are. I thought they were. No, I thought they were until recently. 
And then I was corrected by people who work for the postal service. Well, they who, would know, you know, despite, I'm pretty sure that the United States postal service is in the constitution. Yeah. I don't know if newbie gave us a little help there. Um, Mark Meadows said today that there will be no interference with or from within the USPS. Okay. That kind of explains it then. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, the USPS is independent. I, I, I know it's, I'm pretty sure that the postmaster general is like the only government agency that's in the constitution. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anyway, who, uh, read it more recently than me. Yeah. But then we just say it's not a government program. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's not, they don't get funded by, I was told they don't get funded by the United States government. What's mm. happening, I believe is that Congress was trying to add in additional funding to be directed to them, despite the fact that they're not typically direct, uh, funded by them. Gotcha. So I think they're worried that that's not, they're not going to get that funding. So they're, they're trying to make that. There's the ghost. <laughs> that's the ghost. They're, I think they're trying to make that a thing. It's like George Bush. And, the ghost, uh, like I don't know if, I don't shit. know if Trump has any control over the, the post. Yeah. I, see, here's the problem with the whole, like, I, I, don't, I just don't know because I'm getting my information from the media on that. And then yeah. I tried to uh, Google facts for today and they're pretty slim. So yeah, I didn't know if you knew more hard. than I did. No, I don't really, I don't really know more. So, I, I know I, I saw some pictures of like, you know, they've got the propaganda machine going. So, yeah, yeah. so I know I saw a picture of a trailer full of uh, postal boxes. Yeah. So I, I think I figured out the two parties ideas and I think I know what they're both going to try to run under and you hit the Democrats. Perfect. The Democrats are like, okay, let's just keep Joe Biden not touching any little kids yeah. weirdly, right. <laughs> or smelling women's hair. Don't smell anybody, Joe. And even if it's not sexual, which I, I've had this conversation with many of my Democrat friends, and they say that he's just a touchy-feely guy and he doesn't mean anything by it. Let's say that's true. I'm not saying it is or it's not. It's still creepy. Um, yeah. The idea is to just keep Joe out of the limelight. Mm -hmm. Nothing happens. Yeah. Let's get into this, into the election. And I know exactly the Republicans are thinking, let's get Trump and Joe Biden together on the stage and let's let Trump oh, yeah. make Joe let Biden him work. Insane. Yeah. And that's what he's going to do. Yeah. And then, you know, you got the Libertarians and the Green Party and, you know, the other third parties that are just like, please acknowledge us where do you think the libertarians would sway if they had to you mean if they had to pick one of the two yeah uh, so the thing with libertarians is that um they come from all sides of the political spectrum it, they come from there are uh, very liberal and very conservative libertarians and they have a lot of the same views as the Democrats and Republicans as far as what they think you should do. But they all come together on the fact that what they think that you should do um, shouldn't be forced on you. Who meets that out of the two? 
Democrat and Republican there isn't candidates. One. There isn't one. Who meets it the closest? I, I saw I saw a <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, no, I saw a chart today. No, I saw a chart today uh, okay. that that kind of told the difference between um, Biden and Trump as though they were the only candidates. Yeah. And I didn't really read all the things under Biden, but I looked at Trump because I knew the guy was a Trump supporter that posted it. Mm-hmm. And what he talked about was that Trump is for smaller government. That, uh, like I, I, I stopped reading after that because Trump has only grown the government power. He's only taken advantage of the government power. Well, and that's exactly, and he's been using yeah. a lot of executive power, which, yeah. um, and, and he's been doing things lately that aren't even things that I think are, uh, executive powers. So I, I stopped reading after that yeah. and, and there hasn't been a president democratic or Republican who has shrunk the government, who has been for small government. They talk about it a lot. The Republicans always talk about small government and how they're for it. And then they grow the government. Yep. Huh. So, so, so I don't know. There's not, the answer is, um, Oh, who, okay. Let's just not say libertarian. The answer is there's not an answer. If you had to pick one, I'm putting you on the spot. I'll answer. I have to pick one of those two. One of those two. Jesus Christ. Well, I know it's tough. I've I'm I'm here. I'm with you. I've been I've fought in my head, but I'll tell you, it was up in the air for me until Kamala Harris was picked because everyone should know how I feel about her. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean. How much power does the vice president really have? Uh, well, I guess now, like, they're pretty you old. You mean the president? The presidents are pretty old. You mean the president, Kamala Harris? Exactly, yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Because Joe, okay, let, let's say he doesn't have Alzheimer's. Let's say he is just, I don't even know what you want to call it. Uh. Kamala Harris is going to have a lot of say in everything that goes on there. The demo, the, yeah. the Democrats yeah. are, <laughs> I've never seen them. It's I don't like, know. It's like, be, it's like they dress Joe Biden. Jesus. They do his hair and they set him there and they say, Joe, all you're going to do is you're going to say this, right? And you're going to, that's it. Don't do anything. Don't, don't fucking touch anyone. Don't do anything. Just stand there. Say what you're supposed to say. Read Joe. this, read this script. Right. And then you got, Donald Trump, where the Republicans are like, Donald, don't fucking tweet. Don't don't do anything. Jesus, stay out of the just let's get through here. I mean, it's just, it, they can't both. stop him though. Right. They can't well, that's stop the problem. Him. He's uncontrollable. So I just I don't know. I don't know. And again, I'm probably people watching this, some people are gonna pick me apart, but if you can see, I have problems with both sides. I'm not picking one or the other. If you so. have a direct argument with that and you'd like to take it up with Jesse on the podcast. Just send an email to itsrare at gmail.com and, and we'll bring you on to debate Jesse. No, don't do that. No, we will. No, don't do that. 100%. That's not going to happen. I, I won't do it. <laughs> I'll sneak you in. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Jesse doesn't have to know. You can't sneak people into my own building. <laughs> no, I'll, 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 I'll put them on. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. I'll, All right. I'll see. I'll, we'll see. But how can you have a problem with somebody who's who doesn't have an opinion either way, but can just see it. Cause unlike a lot of other people, I do my research and no one tells me what to think. 
I do my own thinking and come to my own conclusions and no one tells me how to feel. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's all, it's all so tricky. It's not that tricky. You didn't pick. I didn't pick. Yeah. I'm going to hold you to God. Do I have to pick? Yeah. Really don't want to. Um, all right. I guess don't don't do it. Don't do it. I don't want to pick. I'll pick. I'll pick. I'll pick. And here's here's the thing. The issues that I care about. I don't want anybody to force anything on anybody, but the issues that I care about, I think, will be affected by whoever wins. I, I think that I will be negatively impacted by. Trump and I'll be negatively impacted by Biden. But I think that Biden and the Democrats would be more likely to go after the things, more of the things that I care about than Trump. Guns. Yep. Kamala Harris said she was going to personally take all the assault rifles and buy them back. Kamala, uh, here's your invitation to... Just stop by anytime you want. Yeah. We, we, we would like to hear why you think an AR-15 is an assault weapon. Actually, I'd like to see a shoot one. I think that'd be really fun. I'd like, to, I'd like to figure out why she thinks it's an assault weapon. Does she think the A means assault? Or automatic? What, what does she think? I don't know what she thinks. It what? stands for Armalite. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I, th- I think she thinks it's automatic or assault. I'm well, sure she's probably never so even touched one. Here's the thing, right? The, the assault, assault rifle, assault weapon is something that's um, been kind of invented and defined in the legal con concept that we've been using. Um, obviously, you're probably not going to go to war with a semi-automatic rifle. Well, the that's M16 stupid. semi-automatic. But, yeah, but it's select fire. You can have it be automatic right. too. You can choose. But it's it's hard to shoot an automatic rifle. I mean, but the M6 I love shooting automatic rifles. Yeah, but it's hard to hold it on target. You, you just do bursts. You do four shot. Well, that, you do four round bursts. That's what the M up, 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 That's up. what the M16's for. Is it does three four round bursts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love yeah, that's the best. Yeah. So that that's where it stands out. But. That's what that's what I do with the Tommy gun. Yeah. You just have to hold low and squeeze. A couple little sprays. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want everyone to know that. AR, the A is not assault. I promise you. Yeah, it doesn't. I AR does, you, it's The A is not assault. Yes, it's a, not an assault no. rifle. AR it's, does not stand for assault rifle. It stands for Armalite. It shoots 223 rounds most of the time. You can get it in 7 mag, and you can get it in 308 and 300s. But if they don't know what it, AR stands for, they don't know what any of that, that okay. you just said means. So 223 is a very small round. Uh, it's almost not, a, not enough to kill a deer. Um, it's not. I mean, mm. you could... But it's not like shooting They're high velocity. It's not like shooting a 243 or a 270 or 280, uh, 300 wind mags, you know, which everyone has sitting in their house. Oh, yeah. No, no. The, yeah. I mean, some of them, you know, a little bolt action, but I'll tell you what. Where that's going to, here's where that's going to fall on deaf ears, though, is that a lot of the, um, a lot of the people who have a big problem with the Second Amendment will cite, mass shootings and the 223 round is one of the um, ones that has been used in a lot of the more well-known mass shootings 
So kind of the same thing been done with a handgun. 100%. Yeah. And aren't handguns yeah. way more concealable? Yes. I, I, I just don't see the No, it, it, uh, that's I, not what I'm, I'm uh, I, you know, no, I, I'm just yeah. saying that like it, when, if you're going to make that argument, which, um, and this is coming from two, both New York state permitted handgun owners. Yeah. And yeah. If, if you've never tried to get one, it's tough. It's tough. You gotta, you, so if you want to talk about two people who, we have clean noses, have the requirements and meet yeah. them and have gone through the background checks and yeah. So yeah, yeah. no, but it's, it's something that I like doing. I wish that I had, um, I wish that I was more able to exercise my second amendment in New York state. And I know that's, that's difficult, but, um, yeah, you're going to, you're going to have a hard time making any argument about two, two, three rounds because, uh, two, two, three rounds have killed a lot of, well, depends on your definition of a lot. Um, but have been used in very public publicly well-known shootings. Now, if you want to talk about shootings in general, well, other well, rounds are probably more They're, they're calling AR-15 assault, high-caliber assault weapons. Well, they're, they're, they no, don't no, no, meet. High, they say high-power, and the reason they say high-power is because 223 is a high-velocity round. Yeah, but so do all rifles do. Exactly. So they're always going to say that. 223. So they're always going to say that. Does not have the they're, same velocity no, of a 270. That, that, that's how they're always going to sell it, though. Yeah. No, my two. Yeah, no, I have a 270. Yeah. Much higher velocity. Yeah. Much higher. Flat shooting. You want to talk about a gun that can reach out and poke something, you know. Oh, yeah. It's no, going to go mean, out there. You'll hit a spot from 300 yards. I mean, easy. More. Yeah. 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 But uh, I never would. But. Uh, just for target shooting for fun. Yeah, yeah but I, I've never shot from that distance. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, you've never just put up a target and had fun and tried to... Try I don't to... have a spot to do that. Oh, well, see, that's why we got all those fields. Okay. We're going to have to go well, to there yeah, and do we'll it. do that. That'll yeah. be fun. Um, anyway, so here's here's the deal with um, what I'm more worried about than gun violence is violence. In general, in general, general, and, and that's the way that the conversation ought to be going. Is we are, we ought to be more worried about violence in general. Um, we ought to be more worried about people getting killed by whatever means that they get killed. The number of people that get killed by rifles is so small, and then you take assault rifles, which the, when they say that they mean semi-automatic rifles, even twenty twos. That's what. The, a little twenty-two. When they say, "Well, it has to have," because it has to look scary too. It has to. Oh, yeah. it has to look scary. Yeah. So oh, it's got to have a bump stock. It has to have I something. See. I don't know. It has to have something. It has to have like a handle on top of it, or it has to have like a, a pistol grip. Anyway, when mm-hmm. they talk about assault rifles, that's what they mean, and they're responsible for such a small percentage. And every death matters. Right. If your family member gets killed, that matters. Well, it should. All, all, they all matter. They all matter. But a lot of these people doing these killings have been reported before it ever oh, yeah. happened. No, no, no. So let's course, let's no. go and talk about but, but how violence. The, how but they here's get the thing, away right? with these things. It's violence. People are getting killed. People are getting killed. And right. that's like yeah. that's we it matters more that they got killed than how they got killed. Yeah. And, it, and if, and if 
guns were the thing that were doing the majority of it. Which they're not. Isn't it hammers? Knives? I think, I don't know what the number one thing is. I think cars, no. probably. Well, yeah, but not murders. Cars kill more people than but, guns. But not murders. I think more people are murdered by Unless cars you're going to call it vehicular manslaughter or murder. Then maybe it's a little different. Yeah. Because it's not really a murder. Because there's no intent. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. But I would say it's more hammers and nice. This is my. There are a lot of things. This is my uh, my specialty. If I have one specialty, I have a lot of different degrees when it comes to criminal justice, stuff like that. That's why I went for to school. I wanted to be a police detective. So pretty, you know, pretty knowledgeable on a lot of this. And I just got to say, I think we're focusing on the wrong things. I think she's going after the wrong type of things. I think we need a reform of the justice system big time. Yes. It, it, that's, that's our main problem. Our justice system sucks. It sucks. Even your professors in college, ask any criminal justice student and they'll tell you doesn't work. It's not good. It's old. It needs to be changed. Every well, professor it goes, it goes back had. to what we were talking about with Kamala Harris is that they are more worried about winning than they are about getting it right. Right. We, and that's not, that's not everybody. I don't want to paint everybody with a broad it's a brush. It's a lot. But I know that like we like to think that we're able to change our minds on things. Yeah. But sometimes you kind of want to win too. Mm, well, it's human nature to win, but at the same time, we need to start teaching a little more compassion than hundred percent, hundred percent. And it took me a long time to learn compassion because I wasn't like, didn't grow up with a lot of like compassion. My dad's kind of hard ass. My mom's hard ass. And, you know, you learn the older you get, you know, it's like, you know, let, let's give people a chance. Let's have a little compassion here. Let's, let's do the right thing. Yeah. Winning doesn't always I'm matter. You. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. No. I'll take you want, a loss. You want one, right one more beer and finish that and then we'll call it. Are you ready to get off? Do you want me to go get it? I can get it. No, I just want, yeah. You good? Can yeah, you, we can. can you, can you keep the people entertained without me? I don't know. Maybe I'll <laughs> sing. <laughs> Oh, I was listening to a good song today. Come and get your love. Come on, you know that song. Who is it? it? I don't know. Oh my god, it's a good song. I, don't think I, I, know I wish I, I wish I could like play it on my phone. It's a good song. Yeah. Here she come now, say morning, morning. Down, down, turn yeah, around, yeah, come on, Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't. Guardians of the Galaxy. Have any of you watched Guardians it's of the a Galaxy? Good soundtrack. They have a lot of good songs. If you're watching Jesse walk away from me right now, I'll answer any questions that you post in the comments in the next uh, minute and a half. And then um, he'll probably do the same. I offered to fill up the drinks because I need to use the restroom. We've been here for a really long time. And I drink a lot of coffee. Don't worry. It's a number one. It's a number one. It's okay. Um. So what are you doing this weekend? Sunday. Um, I think it'd be a great opportunity to go check out the Laurentide. Our friends over there had some music last night. That was pretty cool. Um, if you are watching from Iowa, man, who's watching from Iowa? I hope I've got friends in Iowa watching because if they are, um, I'd really like to hear about what happened yesterday. I hope, I hope you're doing okay. I hope everything's okay. Because I, uh, you know, I think about you guys a lot. Anybody who doesn't know, um, 
I spent several years uh, living in Minnesota, and I'd come back to New York for the summertime to visit my family and my friends. And then, uh, you know, every summer I'd go back to Minnesota via Iowa and we'd stop at the Iowa Irish festival, which uh, unfortunately was unable to go on in its usual format this year, but I've made some really incredible friends there. Um, <laughs> we've had even a family that kind of adopted us that uh, hopefully we'll be able to get them on here at some point to talk, but, um it's really kind of neat we every year they'd come and spend some time with us and we would uh you know sell cookies they'd help us sell cookies and then we'd go over and um they would have us back to their house on sunday evening just to hi jesse i was telling everybody about this family in iowa they'd have us to their house for dinner they'd be like so, Phil, uh, I just want to double check. Is steak and corn okay? Like, we're in Iowa. Uh, yeah. When is yeah. it never okay? Yeah. No, it's okay. Maybe some potatoes. Yeah. They, yeah, they'd make yeah. potatoes with it. Of course, they were all gluten-free. So, uh, they, they made gluten-free cookies. That, that's a bit of a tenuous situation there. Mm. But, uh, Interesting. yeah. So, now it's Jesse's turn to keep everybody entertained. Hello, I'm back. Yeah, so my lovely girlfriend, if you're there watching, we're just gonna just finishing up here. So, so don't get upset with me. Okay, let me uh text her. Bam. So I know newbies out there. Ah, oh, old newbie. Hey newbie, if you're there, give me a give me a hey. Unless you're driving, don't don't text and drive. Scary new. You're an EMT. You know better, right? I don't have to tell you that. Oh. Yeah, it's lonely without Phil. Anyways, so anybody who's watching and wants to know something about some uh, distilling, talking about gluten. So a lot of people come in the distillery and they're always saying, you know, which one of these liquors is gluten-free? Well... All liquor is gluten-free. It's pretty cool. A lot of people don't know. So what happens is during the distilling process of liquor, what you're doing is, you know, you make a mash like you're making this beer here, right? So beer is like you do a mash. And then what you do is instead of like putting it in a fermenting tank and, and then, you know, carbonating and all that stuff. We run it through the still. So the still heats it up and it's all about temperatures. So the first thing that, so alcohol has a lower boiling point than water does. So that's where, so everything boils off alcohol. And what happens is it turns into steam. And what happens is there's a thing on the top called a condensing unit and the condensing unit is cold water. So, you know, when steam touches cold water, it turns back into liquid. In turn, that means everything you distilled actually has no properties that it had at the point before. It still have a little bit of the flavor, but there's no gluten in distilled spirits for anybody that's wondering. I knew that. Yeah, I thought, you know, that'd be something most people don't know. Because I have so many people ask me which one of these are gluten free, and I try to tell them all spirits are gluten free. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, protein doesn't 
protein doesn't distill well. No. Protein is part of what gets left behind. Yeah. So when you when you do your distillation, um, what like what percentage of material is left behind? Like of alcohol or of well, everything? so so you've got your so you usually have like a so you make your mash right? Yeah. So you got your mash. So like a, that's ten. And then you boil the mash. It counts how much of that you make is alcohol. Like so, the more sugars and multiple grains you have, mm-hmm. the higher your alcohol content will be. Your sugar content. So let's say you make a mash and it's 12% alcohol. Mm-hmm. So only 12% of that will distill off as alcohol pretty much. I It'd mean, be like 13. No, it might even be less, might be 10% because you can actually don't extract all the lose, alcohol. Yeah, you lose yeah. Some. So you probably just extract less than that. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to tell, like, I think it's just newbie. He might know, but I was just trying to say, like, boiling points. It's pretty interesting. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, I guess I don't know what it is in Fahrenheit. It's like, it's like 85 degrees so or Celsius. Right? Alcohol first starts running at about 168. And that's not really where you want because that's your heads. So great alcohol distills at 171 right. pro, or 171 degrees and it just sits. Right. Sits. Yeah, it stays. It levels off. At It'll that stay at 171 and you're in your hearts. Right. Which is the good. So that's what, what you want. So, so then it, you don't start collecting right away when it starts to distill. We collect the first part and then we use it for lighter fluid, nail polish remover, anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's not, and it's probably like the first bit isn't entirely safe to drink, is it? Well, it's kind of hard to make um, methyl alcohol uh, out of grain. So what happens is if you you distill fruits, that's scary. Okay, yeah. Grapes, apples, oranges. I've worked with some grape. I've distilled some grape. Scary. Yeah, um, get rid of it now, because <laughs> well, what you're doing is you are literally stripping. The, well, sure, uh, yeah. So what we would do is we it. would like we wouldn't collect at the beginning around. Yeah. We don't always, we don't only collect the middle part. Yeah, even though we don't take it just because it's good practice. Uh, yeah, but you know I've distilled fruit, and what we do is we, you know, I don't even fuck around with it. Like, well, right, because yeah. you but you you're you've got a brandy on right now, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, that's fruit. Yeah, out of uh. Riesling and Baco Noir, so it's going to be okay. really. Re- that's really good. Yeah. So you did you did something special with that to make sure it's safe? Well, you know, just didn't collect the first. Uh, yeah, yeah. You just discard the quarter food. gallon, right? Which would with corn, I guess you're not as like because you seriously, you'd have to try to kill someone. Okay. When when you're when even with fruit, you'd have to try. Like it, it's tough. Yeah. You, there's some some they used someone to, they went, used to mix stuff with it. Right? Well, this that is what problem, was right? happening. Is they people were, like, were uh, making stills out of carburetors, out of vehicles. Really, out of carburetors? Yeah. Not yeah. not radiators. Oh, radiators. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Radiators. Sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. Okay. So they, they'd have some methylene glycol yeah. in there. Right. It was radiators. That's yeah. That's and how. That's why people are fucking going blind. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, As, you know, drinking booze out of a radiator is not a good idea. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> if anybody's listening, also don't drink booze out of a carburetor. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? A carburetor's not big enough to distill out of. Like, what the hell are you gonna? What, what are you are you gonna distill a drop? Like the fuck? <laughs> it's gonna taste like gas. <laughs> yeah. It's not gonna be good. <laughs> Tastes like bad booze. Maybe that's why oh, people man. use carburetors. Yeah. Newbie's on his way to the distillery. Yeah, yeah. There you go, buddy. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I got I'm supposed to be on a boat with Mary right now. Oh, hey, Mary. Um, is he gonna propose today? No. 
<laughs> not gonna happen. Dude, that reverse sear was really good. So did you do it? Did I did a it? reverse sear and I did a regular sear. Let me let me tell you. You did it side by side? Yeah. Let, let me and I was gonna send you a picture, but I was drunk and oh. it didn't happen because okay. I because I started eating them. Oh yeah, that's the problem. So what I'll tell you about a, the regular way I cook a steak is I, I really like this, like, and I talked to you about it before. I really like a hard sear on my steak, yeah. like hard. And yeah. again, I love an infrared charbroiled steak. Like that, that's probably my favorite. And you can't do that at home. Again, you don't have right. the machines and you can't, cause the only time I've ever seen a steak that looks like that is at like a good steakhouse in New York city with that charbroiler with yeah. a good yeah. crust, like right. an amazing crust. So right. this is the best I've ever seen like at home. So I did that and I got that, but then I tried to like hard sear it. I was like, I'm fucking sear it. And I didn't cook through. So I oh. seen what you're saying. Like you can't, you like, it's just like sear it enough. Like, I don't know how long you leave it on each side when you do it, but I left it for like over a minute on each side. Oh, so you, you okay. So, so, yeah, I, so I did the the thing you did and then I tried to hard sear it both sides, but I, too long. Like you must only so, do it for okay, 30 so seconds. So here's what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like tops. 30 wow. seconds tops because yeah, what, what you need i mean when i made that steak that you just showed a picture of it's on the uh, the facebook page on the it's rare facebook page when i made that steak and that's the way i try to make all my steaks i kept the temperature I, I put it in the convection oven well yeah i dry it i put it in the convection oven with salt for probably 20 or 25 minutes at 180 to 200 degrees just to get it just perfect all the way through oh god i cooked at way higher temperature yeah so you got to cook real low but it, i didn't do 30 so minutes either reverse sear is very similar to sous vide oh, I, I can't get on board with sous vide okay so this isn't sous vide no this is cooler <laughs> i don't like sous, but i don't it's like, like putting my meat in a but, bag so and here's boiling the thing. It. right so here's the <laughs> thing right is it's the same idea you get the meat you cook it slowly Mm -hmm. and you bring it so that the meat is all the way through is at your desired temperature so i i bring it all the way to like all just almost medium rare real slow yeah and then it's dry on the outside from the convection oven and from really any oven where you have it on a rack and the next step is i'd get my cast iron so hot that there's smoke coming off of it. Mm -hmm. And then I just put the steak on there and I actually would even move it around to keep it on the hot parts of the pan mm -hmm. just for like maybe 20 to 30 seconds tops. Cause it's so hot. You don't yeah. want to, the point's not to cook the steak anymore. It's just to change the surface of the steak. Right. So, so you're really just getting it so hot that it really forms that crust on the outside and then you turn it and it's like the same amount of time on the other side, but it, you know, hot as you can get it. And, uh, it, it really doesn't take that long. All you're trying to do is just get that sear for like cook. If you want to talk about like picture perfect, I mean, that's like picture perfect. But my, my other problem was so, and knowing this from a culinary aspect, you're supposed to, uh, you're supposed to cook your steak. You're supposed to baste it, right? It's, yeah, you can baste. Yeah. So that's the way I cook my steaks. I baste it in butter. So yeah. I, I hard sear each side, mm -hmm. and then I turn down the heat, and, then you baste and I baste it with, right. with butter right. and garlic and rosemary. Yeah. Yeah. And the flavor from that 
is too good to give up. Even though that steak, like that's a perfect cooked steak. If I could get my steak to look like that while basting it, I'd be happy. Now I don't know if it's possible. Yeah, so. you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So just take take the uh, herbs that you want and put in a pan or what? Like how how are you? How did you? How did you heat it before you um, seared it? In the oven. In the oven. Yeah. yeah. But I did like 250 did it, degrees for. Did you do it like in a pan or on a rack minutes? or what? It was in a in a cast iron pan. Yeah. So put that stuff in, put the butter on top of it, put those herbs in there. With I tried it. the garlic and, and rosemary burnt. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't work. Because that's what I thought. I was like, maybe I can incorporate the flavor. And then I was like, no. That's not gonna work. Maybe, and now I was thinking, like, next time maybe I could cook it in the pan before. I don't. I don't know. Try it. Try this. Know. Try this. So. Have you ever? Try this just one time. Salt the steak. Mm-hmm. And put it. Do you have like a little like a drying rack or something? Sure. Salt the steak. Put it on a rack in the refrigerator for twenty four hours. Okay. You're like dry dry aging the steak then, more or less. Yeah. But. You're and, not, and you're then not you gonna get, that, get much you, of it. Certain, but you know, you get that salt flavor all the way through. Okay, which makes a big difference. And then do the reverse sear. And you know what? Maybe you can infuse butter with those flavors. Yeah, and then you can incorporate those at the end. Because I'm a I'm a flavor person. Because you know, a, well, so, so you're person. well, so you're a flavor person. Yeah. So you know that um, herbs. Are should be added at the end, right? Yeah, but that that's why you only add the herbs when you do your basting. Yeah. yeah. So, well, try that when you sear it. I just think it'd take too long because when you're basting a steak, so you're actually supposed to base your steak for about. So the proper way, like if you're talking like Culinary Institute of America chef, the way they teach you how to cook a steak is, you you cook the one side for for a perfect medium rare. It's like four or five minutes. The one side you flip. And you start basting, yeah, in a hurry. But oh well, no. First, I, I understand. First, that. render your yeah. fat. Yeah. Okay. So render your fat before yeah. you start doing that. I, I'm forgetting. Render your fat. Turn it. Baste. Bam, 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 bam. Baste it for another three or four minutes. Pull it off the heat. Don't cut it for another three, four, five minutes. Eat it. Yeah. And then okay. you know. And the reason why people don't. So if you cut your steak too early, you ever cut into a steak and the blood and juice is just running all over your plate and like, oh, this is disgusting. It's because you're cutting your steak too early. Yeah, you don't get, do yeah, it. You get let it rest a little bit. Jesus, let it rest just a little bit. Let your turkey rest. Let your, your freaking turkeys especially. Let yeah. your prime yeah. rib rest. Yeah, let yeah. it rest. Don't yeah. cut it. Jesus it Christ, rest. it's yeah. still gonna be warm. It's hot. You gotta give it. Like, yeah, <laughs> you gotta give it some you. time. Yeah. You gotta give it some time. Don't just start so slicing away. Try this, Jesse. Try this. With a reverse sear, get it up to temperature, and then on the side, get a bowl or a cup, put your butter in it, mm -hmm. put your herbs in it, whip it up. Okay. Spread it on the steak. Put the steak in. You think that will impart enough of the butter and garlic and stuff into 100%. it? 100%. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then while it's in there, you know, make sure it's on the other side. Bam. Give it a shot. Try that. Yeah. I, I like the reverse sear technique because honestly, it was cooked to, a, and I had to look up how it, it cooks so evenly. I had to look at what temperature. So yours was, was a little lower. So the one I was looking at was like 250 degrees, 20 minutes. Yeah. And 
I was like, ideally you go by temperature. And but so I put in my meat thermometer and it was oh, okay. a perfect medium rare. Yeah. So then I, then I seared it and then you overcooked for a minute. it. Yeah. And it overcooked like probably a half an inch on each side. Yeah. And I was like, son of a yeah, bitch. You, you got to get you know? the pan hotter yeah. for a shorter period of time. Yeah. You want it as hot as you can. Well, get. it was hot as shit. Uh, yeah. My, my oil was smoking. So you just went too long. I went too long. Cause, yeah. I, cause what I like to do, cause what kind of oil did you use? I used, uh, just I use a, so my technique's a little olive oil and butter because that's oh, what okay. that's what yeah. I learned from a chef from a really high end chef. Try it with so. ghee. Do you ever use ghee? No. You know what it is? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Try it with ghee instead of yeah. olive oil. You know, I think I've found my new favorite fat to cook in. It's duck fat. Oh yeah. Oh, it's good. God yeah. damn. It's good. But you've never tried tallow either. Yeah. Yeah, I told you I told you about bone marrow, like beef fat, like stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, I've cooked in that. But duck fat. You ever fried fries and oh, duck yeah. no, fat? Duck fat's, yeah, no, duck fat's fantastic. Put duck fat in it's your incredible. fryer and fry fries in it, and I swear to God, you'll hate me for the rest of your life because it's the greatest thing you've ever had. So when I was in Montreal, Canada, we went to this high-end restaurant, and they're like, so we're known for poutine. I'm like, okay, everyone in Canada is known for poutine. Sure. Yeah, but we make duck confit poutine. And I go, okay, like, not not that impressed. Well, they cook the fries in duck fat. Then the gravy's base is a f- this duck fat. Like they make like a oh oh what's that called? Um, oh, fuck. It's like a black. It's like a black liquid that you can freeze that you like put into stuff or dark liquid. I forget what it's called, um, mm. but it gives like an umami flavor. Um, shit, I can't remember the name of it. Is it? Is it truffle? No, 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 no. You no. freeze it. It's something you can yeah, freeze. Yeah, yeah. And I forget what it's called. Does anybody out there know what you can freeze? That's it's like black dark and, and tastes like umami. It's like good. It's really, really good. Anyways, so they make this thing. They bring out this duck confit poutine, poutine, and they put on that fatty liver. What's that called of the duck? Pate. They or no, no, no. There's another word for it. Like the like it's illegal in the United States. We don't know anything about illegal things here. Uh, do, do you not know what I'm talking about? That duck liver that you can't have? No. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you looking it up on DuckDuckGo? I prefer DuckDuckGo. Duck fatty liver is called foie gras. Foie gras. Oh, foie gras, yeah. So they put the foie gras on Oh, top. yeah, because they over... They, you know how they make that? Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's but funny. let me tell you what. It's fucking delicious, dude. So anyways, <laughs> so like I'm eating this like illegal thing you can't eat in the United States. Every bite I take, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like I, I've never like the flavors. It's oh, like, have you ever had so you ever good. had sea urchin? No. It's like the same. Like, where do I get some? Uh, New York City. I don't know. I have to That's go to the sea. Because sea urchin is like, it's like yellow and it's like pudding. And, and you like put it in your mouth. Yeah, it's like, you know, they cut it and then the way they cook it. It just looks like pudding. It's strange as shit, and it's delicious. But that 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 fucking foie gras, foie gras, however you say, it, foie gras, foie gras. There you go. Is whoa, like whoa. And I know they like hold a duck and they fucking force feed it and give it a fatty <laughs> liver and they fucking kill the thing. <laughs> Poor bastard. Um, like I get. Meanwhile, it. <laughs> as humans, like to do that to ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So here, let, let me show you sea urchin before I hop off here. Before we get done with this. Sorry, Mary. So cooked sea urchin, dude, it's like a once in a lifetime, like me, like you try it and I promise you 
like you you won't regret it and it is strange ass once you get it you're always going to want to get it that's all it looks like what it just what i still can't like okay so you're trying to find like the orange inside see no no no, there's a little more to it like like, like that yeah 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 so then you spoon it it comes in the shell yeah yeah because they cut the one end off and then you eat like the anybody anybody at home that can't see that it kind of looks like um like that's what looks like remember when you were a kid and you wanted the the goober uh peanut butter and jelly because it was like it had the peanut butter and jelly mixed together in the same jar it kind of looks like that where it's got like this the stripes of jelly and the stripes of peanut butter it kind of looks just like that ridiculous i promise you do they still sell that did you ever get that when you were a kid i had to beg for it no it's like i want the one where the peanut butter and jelly are in the same jar but it looks just like that my mom is strictly peter pan peanut butter and choosy moms choose smuckers <laughs> raspberry jam oh that's the that's shit. in our house so i i grew up on peanut butter peter pan and smuckers raspberry jam and do you know what the difference between jam and jelly is I don't, you can't tell. <laughs> you can't tell it. Yeah, on, yeah. You can't yeah, tell it on the podcast. Do you know the difference between Jan and Jelly? Yes, I know. What's the difference? I can't say it on the podcast. <laughs> I just wonder what's the difference between Jam and Jelly, though. <laughs> Does everybody know that joke? No, but what is the, the real difference between Jam and Jelly? <laughs> that's all for today uh, thanks for stopping in and watching the fastest growing podcast in the finger lakes make sure that you are checking us out look look up that joke look up that joke i promise you you'll love it and <laughs> share with your friends you know what i'm gonna challenge everybody who's listening today yeah find five people that you think might enjoy this and just tell them about it just say hey you should check out it's rare yeah, and then challenge those five people to look up what the difference between jam and jelly is on Google, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then email <laughs> email Phil and tell Phil that. <laughs> yes, uh, our email is it's rare at gmail dot com. If you have anything that you want to directly dispute with Jesse on air, I won't even warn him ahead of time. Don't do it. Um, you can come on. I'll send you the link, Don't and you can come on live, and you can ask him. If he was at the Laurentide that one day or not. I was not. Uh, um, along with anything else you want to ask him, Mary. Mary. I I, I <laughs> use my Fifth Amendment on everything I can. Okay. All right, All right. everybody. Well, see ya. Thanks for fun. hanging around. Should I show my chest? Or are we done? Three. Okay. Two. Show it. Show it. And there it is. Bam. Bam.